kind of know what we're doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> you take the lead. I, I assume you know what you're doing. All right. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am uh, this time flying solo from our regular host. This is, um, if, well, if you don't know, I'm Alan Smith. Today I am joined by... Ariel Morgana. Yes. Hi, what's up? <laughs> you guys, if you've been listening, uh, especially if you listened back in October, you heard her when we were talking about working in Halloween retail and all the fun that, you know, that encompasses. Um, and uh, I've, I, I, we said then we were going to have you back on the show and then life happened and oh, <laughs> everybody life. got busy and it just, God, it has been six such, months. I, didn't I know, <laughs> I know that was, we were talking before this was like, yeah, that was six months ago. That was over six months ago now. Jesus. And, um, but yeah, uh, we're here for a very special episode today because one of our favorite television shows oh, yeah. just turned 25 uh, from uh, from premiere from its uh, 25 from premiering on television which was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So, I have to ask this question because you are like a whole like lifetime younger than I am. I knew, I knew you were going to bring Well, it, up. it was one of those Okay, so like okay, so the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh. was released on July 31st, 1992. You were like a few months old when this movie came yeah, out. Yeah, I was born in May of 92. Yeah, so, so I was literally 2 months old. No, I didn't see that until after I started watching the show. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's you know and that was with me I saw the movie yeah. um, not in theaters it was later when it once it hit like VHS, you know. And I was like I saw elements of something good there, but the execution was just terrible. <laughs> and and so you fast forward five years, and yeah. I was in I was in college at the time, and I remember seeing uh, a commercial. You know, like I had the television on for whatever reason, and uh, you know this new television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer is coming on, which. March 3rd, 1997 was the premiere for that because it was a mid-season replacement. That's why the first season is only like 13 Wait, episodes. Wait, well, I thought it came in 98, right? No. It came what? on in 97. 97? Yes. Uh, oh. that, see, that's the thing. It came on in March. Okay. So it was a, literally it was one of those things that the WB said, okay, make 13 episodes and we'll put it on and... If it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. That's why if the entire first season sucks. So oh, bad. so bad. Well, the first season, and, and we'll get into it a little more, but... <laughs> I yeah, understand. The, 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 the first season, really and truly, if you look at it, especially the way the first season ends, it really ends as if we don't come back, this is a complete thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. with her defeating the master, you know, and all that stuff. But then you get that little thing. It's like with, getting the movie. Yeah, it is. But it, in a in a in a longer form. Right. Yeah, well, kind of, and we'll we'll get into that because the movie is still kind of canon. Uh, so, kinda, kind uh, of, because they, the characters she talks are about similar. Well, but no, she the, you know it's one of those that we see later. I think it's in season three. Season three is the best season. Yes, it is, and we'll we'll talk about why that is here in a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. um, but they they do. The, you know, she talks about her former life, like you know, when she moves to Sunnydale, and she talks about some stuff that was in the movie oh so yeah i yeah you know and, but when it's her at the old high school and right her, the cheerleading incidents and the and the burning of the gymnasium did they burn the gymnasium down in the i don't remember they did the not movie. in the movie here's the thing two things that happened in the movie or that were supposed to happen in the movie that didn't one was her burning down the um because the, the, the prom did or the dance or whatever was in the gym right 
And she so she didn't burn down the high school in the movie, although she was supposed to. See, Joss Whedon walked off set part of the way into production because they completely like of the movie. Yeah, because he he was a, he was a consultant on it. Yeah, because you know he'd sold him the script, and they went so far away from his original vision that he was like, "Screw this, I'm done. I, I don't I don't even want to have anything to do with this whatsoever." Um, and then. Um, because we, I forget what I, I wish I used to know all this stuff off the top of my head, but it's been a little while. Um, there's an episode where Angel, you're kind of getting his backstory of him when he goes, like when he goes to the high school and he sees Buffy, you know, like yeah. at her old high school, like he doesn't go up talk to her, and uh, she's approached by um, the what I would assume is a watcher. Yeah, right? yeah, and it was a. He he did he actually he burned himself alive right right in front of her if I'm not mistaken, and then um, if not, there was a character that, that was that basically that scene was supposed to go that way in the movie, but they wouldn't do it the, the studio wouldn't do it so he, the, when when they put the TV series they went back and told that story kind of reshaping it reshaping it a little bit and using it and then. Uh, when Dark Horse Comics got the license in the late ninety, like you know, after the show be on the air a couple of years, yeah, Joss Whedon actually wrote a comic called um, oh, I can't remember the name of it now, but it was it literally was like one one issue or that told the story between the movie and her coming to Sunnydale. Really? I yeah, and this. basically her and Pike go. They were in Vegas for a little while and, yeah. and that's where they broke up and then she wound up going to going back home and they moved into Sunnydale and then you know it, yeah there is it's one of those things that like in the doesn't in the, bother you <laughs> as much as it bothers me that there's a character named Pike in the movie and a character named Spike <laughs> I know in the show, I know I know and they're very similar but one's not a vampire yeah well you know <laughs> I'm just like <sighs> you know that that's a and then we got Angel Luke Perry Luke Perry is fine. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I just again, I grew up watching Nine or Two, or you know, I was a teenager. I when actually when grew up on. watching Nine or Two. Yeah, even though that wasn't my age frame, I, right. My mother watched it, well, so I wa- ended again, up. Again, your mom is not that same, right around the same age as I am. So. Same <laughs> as like the Buffy. That's how I ended up watching Buffy. Mm-hmm. Being that I'm going to turn a whole thirty years old, I would have been five when this yes, came out. Yes. Or well, I was going to ask four. you how you. Your introduction to Buffy. My introduction to Buffy was when I was probably about seven or eight, and my mom was watching it on television. So you watched it. I just sat down with her and just watched it. And then she bought, like, back then there was starting a DVD, so they had the DVD sets coming out. Right. She would buy the DVD sets so I could go back and watch things that had aired. Right. That I had, like, although I had no comprehension of the. <laughs> relationships oh, yeah. of what oh, was yeah. going oh, on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Rewatching it when I got older, I was like, I didn't even know the whole deal with Willow and I realized how much I based my personality off of Willow. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny for the people who are the, who are who are like real fans, yeah. they always have like, Oh, I'm so and so, oh I'm so and so. See, back in know, the day we like, watching it back then, I was so wanted I was like, I'm so Cardelia. Like I thought when I was little, because like yeah. seven, eight year olds, I was girly girl. I was like, I'm so yeah, right. popular girl. Da 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 da. Right. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, Cordelia has an interesting arc through all of it. You know, uh, <sighs> all the way through Angel and what happened there. And I like her character be- better in Angel. I Actually, did. honestly, every character that's on the show of Angel are much better written. 
I than have, they were on the Buffy, including Angel himself. Agreed. I have said this, and I have started many fights when I've said this, but I'm sorry, Angel's a better show overall. Oh, <laughs> I can't even. My sister would agree with you. Oh, no. Now, that's that season four aside. I mean, you yeah, know, <laughs> I understand because, like, it's, you know, what does it remind me of when... Fred and all that. It can, it, you can definitely see all the like the Serenity characters. And oh stuff yeah. Like that. It, oh yeah. It, it's yeah, very yeah. much like that towards like that kind of in a lot of ways. It, filming in the way it's like the concepts of everything. Right. You know, and that's you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Joss Whedon has many times said that his whole concept for this television show was that high school is hell. Yes. And so all of the the demons and the vampires and all that stuff are allegories for all the stuff you know. Yeah. You know, with the whole with. Buffy and Angel. And that's why you he know, introduced having, Dawn yeah, you out know, of the middle of nowhere. I know. But you know, like with, with Buffy and Angel, you know, consummating their relationship in season yeah. two and then him turning into Angelus about how like, yeah, high school boys that's, are the worst. They, you know, it's they, <laughs> they they do that, man. They turn and then, you know, it's like that. Vampirism. Yeah, sure. Same. Yeah. I feel this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know, but when you get into Angel you're, and one of the things that we talk, you bring at Cordelia, like when Cordelia goes over to that show, mm-hmm. it's funny because you have to remember that she's supposed to be 18 years old. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny because in the first season, she has a birthday. Okay. And like they're at, they got to dinner and they're having a birthday and they're talking and all that kind of stuff. And they don't even say how old she is, but they never mention it ever again of like what the age, or her age is supposed to be because she very much presents as mid to late twenties all the way through yeah. that, that series. The way she talks, <laughs> the way she walks, plus the fact that Cordelia was twenty seven when the show came on the air. Yeah, so she was a lot older than all the rest of them, and it's one of those because I, I just rewatched some episodes for the first time in a while, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there, I was like, I was like, man, Cord- man, Charisma Carpenter does not look like any teenager I have ever known in my life. I don't know. I see teenagers now. <laughs> Maybe not, but I'm just yeah. like... But that, back then, yeah, back then, no, absolutely no, not. No. None of them looked that. No, no, no. And I don't care how much money their parents had. They did not look like that. <laughs> you know, so. I'm actually re-watching all of it. I, uh-huh. mean, I re-watch it all the time, but I'm watching it as episode by episode with my roommate because um, he's never, never seen, seen it. it. He's from California. He We went to go see this high school Oh yeah, because it's near his yeah, hometown. Yeah, and so, uh, he's uh, never Torrance seen the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're watching it, and the whole. Uh, so we're watching season three currently. The best season. The best season. Mm-hmm. We're almost towards the end. We're about to be in the last two episodes with okay. the mayor. Uh, ah, yes. okay. We're gonna talk about all that. Yeah. All right. So before we get into this, there's there's a couple other things that I want to point out here. Like I have notes, which because I really got into this one. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it premiered on March 3rd, 1997. Uh, the finale was on May 20th, 2003. I remember the exact day. You really? Yeah, I See, remember everything that happened. I, you know, it started off on the WB, and then yes. it switched to UPN, mm-hmm. and starting in season six. Like, you have the first five seasons in WB, and then six and seven were on UPN because of contracts. Yeah. basically what it came yep. down to. And again, if you go and you watch that final episode That's of season the ra- five. That's writing changed a little bit, too. Yes. If you look at the at the, that last episode of season five, it could have been a finale for the show. Yeah. yeah it was kind of written that way. Uh, and then, of course, it spun off Angel, which premiered on October 5th, 1999, and then its finale was May 19th, 2004. Originally, 
that was not supposed to be the end of that series. The angel? Yes, angel was not supposed to supposed to end at after season five. But what happened was that. that WB had new management that came in, and it was doing good numbers. You know, it, it was, but the the new management wanted to get away from what they called genre television, and so there there was a campaign to try to to save the show. And it did pretty well, and it really, it legitimately was a surprise when they found out that they were being canceled. And that's why, you know, the whole, like, the Circle of the Black Thorn, you know, mm-hmm. deal like that, that's, like, all of a sudden comes out of nowhere at yeah. the end of the, of, the, of the series. That was Joss Whedon going, okay, look, we're on crunch time. We only have so many episodes left, and we got to wrap this thing up. Yeah. And I maintain, again... That the and I know it pissed off a lot of people that finale, but oh, I maintain yes. yes no I maintain that the the series finale of Angel is one of the best series finales in television history, and the reason why is because if you watch the last five minutes of that, if, if I pull up the clip up on YouTube right now and we watch the last five minutes of of Angel uh, um, series. It tells you everything you need to know about that series because that whole thing is set up for we're not here to win anything. We're just here to fight to the end. That's what that entire series was about, was the fight. It had nothing to do with winning anything whatsoever. And that's with them in an alleyway being, you know, Look, getting ready to go to war with demons. And, <laughs> it's, not, it's not infuriating because the episode itself is bad. It's infuriating that, it, I guess... The fact that it was so wrapped up—it's like right, that's right. how we're—that's that's what we're doing, like. Oh, I know, I know. But and the episode—I agree with you. The episode itself. Oh, it's so like, good. Oh it, my god! Good. It actually makes me think of when I saw that movie that Joss Whedon did, the Cabin in, Cabin the, in Woods. the Woods. Yeah, Such when they did that underground scene, yes. showing all those different characters. Oh, I know. Such I was like, movie. hey, <laughs> this is like the initiation from Buffy mixed with the mm-hmm. last episode of Angel. Mm-hmm. Just hey, here we go. Dude, when that elevator scene, yes. you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I am. I know. <laughs> when that happened, I was like, I remember sitting in the theater. I was like, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. And when that happened, I was like, holy shit, this is one of the best things I have seen in a long time. It's one of the best. I got it. Joss Whedon, top, top. Yeah, for that, you know that movie. That that was you know, and, and he I, he wrote on it, and I, I know he produced, but what's his name? Um, Oh, who was it? Because he was actually the showrunner on Angel. Um, he was the one that that actually did like directed it. Um, I should know this again. It was, I feel like I would know the name. Damon, it was, it wasn't Damon Lindelof. It was um, because Lindelof did work on Buffy before he went over and did Lost and you know all that stuff. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I used to know this stuff left and right, and and I have and like I was saying, I did not watch the show when it was on when it was on air, mm. like any of it. I started. I called it. It was all. It was, it was also about like a TNT year or something later. That, it was on FX. No, and Angel yeah, was FX on TNT, and then Buffy was on FX. That's what it was. And what happened is that I about a year. After the show was off the air, I was, um, that was a really, it, it was a, 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 a different time in my life, let's put it that way. You know, this is, anybody who's listening knows that I've had 
problems with you know substance abuse and stuff like that. Gotcha. And so at that time, there were a lot. I saw a lot more sunrises than most people would. Not because I got up early, but it's because I'd been up all night, you know, type <laughs> stuff. And I happened to turn the television on and catch. Oh, early morning. Buffy. Early morning because FX used to show it in the morning. It was right before. Right before, right after Charmed. That was TNT. That was, that was Angel. TNT, Angel, yeah, Angel. Angel. Was, Angel came on, on TNT, and TNT. then Charmed came on right after it. And that was because that was like their morning thing for you know yeah, drama. I flipped you know, channels. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, they were. I was like, I would be. <laughs> I watching forget that Sunday morning or Saturday morning cartoons or whatever. I was right. not watching Saturday morning cartoons. I was watching 6 a.m. Buffy before school. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you see, that was and, and I wound up again. I wound up catching like the last 15 minutes of the series finale. Oh, of the show, snap. and I was like, "What? What? What? You know?" What? And then, and then, what happened? Because they they showed back to back episodes, right? The first episode came on right after it. Oh, that's smart. And that's so smart marketing. Yeah, right and there. so I like I wound up watching that, and I was like, "Okay, this has got my interest now." And so I start. That's how I watched it. I, I would watch because the thing is, it would come on. It came on twice during the day. Basically, what it was, it would come on in the afternoons from like like from like three to five. They'd show two episodes, and then the following morning they would show those same two episodes. So if you missed them in the afternoon, one day you could watch them the next the next morning. And so I wound up basically this is still in the days when we had VCRs. I would if I wasn't home, I would record them. I did, right. And I started doing the same thing with Angel, you know. And that, so that's I watched it all after the fact. Uh, through that way, and then got completely obsessed with the stupid show. <laughs> I got, yeah, I was instantaneously obsessed. And, and, and it was, it literally was a, now I will tell you this, that first season, uh, it kind of lost me. Um, like it I, does there everybody, was, and that's why it's so hard to convince people to watch it. I know, and, and what happened was that I, I, I dropped off for a little bit, yeah. and came back, did part of the way into season seasons? two. No, I came back part of the way into season two. Like I might have okay. been like two episodes in or something. Like I, I missed. I missed basically the last two or three episodes of the first season and the first two or three episodes of the second season. And I came back. I'm like, okay, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And I was still kind of on the fence with it, right? Until the whole Jenny Calendar thing happened. Oh, really? That was the thing where I was like, holy shit, they're going to kill people on this show. A spoiler work a little more if you haven't watched it, but I was like, <laughs> yeah. they're gonna they're gonna kill people on the show. And there's no and I remember like watching it like Angel or Angelus just killed Jenny Calendar. How are they gonna bring her back? No. And they didn't. And no. I was like, No, they can't they they the can't do that. Of that for yeah. Giles was so like Oh, I know. Oh and the God. fact he took her to her to his house right. and put her in the bed. And I was just like, Oh, this is this is brutal. You know, and I was like I love this show. <laughs> this got and, deep real quick. And I told people that quite a bit, like, whenever I would say, all right, we're going to start. I was like, look, the first season is pretty bad, but it's, it's only 13 episodes. Right. And the second season starts off a little slow. Yeah. But there's this thing that happened. That's what I always tell people. I was like, there's this thing that happens about six or seven, episodes, eight episodes into the first season that once you get to that, you're going to be hooked. There no ifs and buts about it. Yeah. And everybody that I have done the same thing that you're doing with your roommate where I've sat them down, you know, like I, multiple 
Multiple girlfriends yeah, and my my ex wife, so you know, people. it was one of those things. She yeah. had never seen the show until we got until we got married, and I was like, "You really need to watch this." You just got and she was the same the thing, season. yeah, and it was the same thing. She's like, "This is bad." I was like, "No, tell I'm telling you, okay. when you get into the second season, when they season, start getting actual like you know budget, and, right, you know, right. the writing gets a little bit better, the effects get a little, and bit they better. fleshed out the characters a little. That's better why season three is like, oh, oosh, God. buddy. But it was she was the same thing when when I remember like sitting on the couch with her when. He killed her, Jenny yeah. Callender, and she was like, "They didn't I, really just I, I do that." Say, I was like, "No, no, no they did." His reaction to that yeah. was pretty. He he was definitely got caught off by it. Yeah, he was like, "Dang, there was I know. Like, there was nothing." I know. And then he was I, super mad that the disc fell, and oh. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta write something, you know? Right? You just can't you know put the pieces together all right. at once." I know, and it just but yeah, and so yeah, I would. That was when I was hooked. That was the and and that was. As I was saying before, I have not watched this series since my son's mother was pregnant with him. Right. And you might listen to my son's name is Xander. And it came from this. We had a different name picked out completely for him. And when she was pregnant, she went back and rewatched Buffy and Angel. And I remember very vividly her sitting there one night watching it. And she looked over at me. And she goes, I really like the name Xander. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. And so, hence, I have a son named Xander, which was so funny because I was watching some of these, I was watching some of these episodes. Of course, he's never seen it. He's eight, you know. Right. And I was sitting and watching it. And, of course, they kept saying Xander. And he kept going, he kept going, why are they saying my name? I'm like, buddy, we're going to have You'll a long learn. talk when you're You'll a little learn. older. And it's funny because I got him the Xander Funko Pop. Because Aww. and I was like, I was like, hey, look, it's you. He's like, oh, it's me. You know, so. that's super funny. Actually, yeah. my family is pretty obsessed with the old Buffy thing that um, my uncle named his daughter Anyanka. Nice. So my little cousin, her name is Anyanka. She actually, I forced her to watch Buffy. Mm-hmm. Like two years old, you're watching these things with me. The musical, she knows it by heart. Oh, she doesn't. We'll get. To she it. doesn't watch <laughs> it. Like she doesn't she watch it voluntarily, music, yeah. but she knows that if I'm around, I'm gonna start singing the musical around right. her. And she's like, "Yeah, I love you." Well, she's we 15 went, now. Yeah. But she's well, we like, went. Yeah. We went. You know, even with that, with like a couple of the dogs that we've had, we had we had an Anya. Oh, and yeah. we had a spike also. And uh, so it's like, yeah, this is kind of, it, it kind of became a thing. I had a and, dog uh, named Oz. He was a nice, ginger puppy. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I get uh, it. <laughs> now, you know, we haven't really started talking about a lot of this stuff. But um, what I was going to say uh, with, um, after everything cleared, you know, after the show had been off the air for a little while, uh, Dark Horse Comics and IDW Publishing both did canonical continuations right. of the Buffy stuff. Because um, IDW has still had the Angel license. So they did Angel after the fall. Right. And then uh, Dark Horse still had the Buffy license. And so they were... They just continued they, with... Po- I actually... Boom Studios did another like reboot or something. Books. Yeah. And I, I, I had all this stuff for a long time and I fell off with it after a little while. I did too. Uh, I really enjoyed Buffy Season 8 or... Oh my god. Kind of. I really enjoyed the Angel After the Fall because you get to see what happened to LA right. when Wolfram and Hart took over. And um 
when they brought him over, the whole Twilight thing just killed me. I thought that was hilarious. The, the, the bad guy's name was Twilight. Look, <laughs> was, no, wait, <laughs> shut up, hold on. Don't, don't hate. Do not hate on that comic. Let me tell you why. I, I'm not. I'm just. I just thought that was hilarious that that they they it's named it. They named the bad guy Twilight. <laughs> super funny. You bring that up. I actually have a Buffy tattoo. Mm. And the Buffy tattoo is the symbol. Oh, really? That is the sunrise over Twilight. Oh, Twilight, yeah. It's that symbol that he leaves. Yeah. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> hey, you know, fair enough. You know, let's see. I love <laughs> season season eight and all the comics that came up, but like afterwards, man. Mm-hmm. So they I came love out Angel with a DVD Faith. comic. Yes. I, I own that. Yes, and yes. I was the motion like, yes. comic. Yes. Oh, my God. I was hoping they would do more of those where they would just Me continue too. it and just keep and going. And they didn't. And, and, you know. They should. I know. I agree. Um, uh, I really enjoyed uh, the Angel and Faith comic quite a bit. I did too. And um, the Buffy stuff was kind of. Some. It was strange. Like my biggest problem I had with with Buffy season eight was especially towards the end of it was. I really and truly believe that Joss Whedon does you know like he had like uh, budget constraints as far as a television series goes and because of that he was more creative with how he did things right. whereas in the season eight comic especially towards the end of it it's like oh he realizes he doesn't have a budget here and he can do whatever he wants to and it kind of got a little ridiculous a little crazy. yeah where i was like oh are we really doing this you know that this is and, and then but then he pulled it back and he even admitted it like in the um there was a um at the end of season eight, like he had written like a, like a postscript in the comic, you know, and it was kind of a letter to the fans, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he even admitted that it got a little out of hand and he was going to pull it sorry. back and have a little more of a personal stuff, you know. <laughs> I loved all the Harmony stuff that came out where Harmony became a reality TV star and Clem yes. was like her, oh like he was God. in love with her and all this stuff. <laughs> I think one of my favorite, I think it's super crazy. Like it's, it's, the war, the world just got so much bigger with the comics. I mm-hmm. feel like if they were to return Buffy, not that they would, but mm-hmm. that would be something, because they have fairies, they have centaurs. Oh, I know, giants, I know. All giants. This stuff. I know. Giant Dawn was one of my favorite giant things. Dawn. <laughs> giant Dawn. My God. Uh, okay. Now that we've got all of that out of the way, let's actually talk about the show itself because we haven't really. I mean, we've we've talked to little little bits and pieces here. And by that, I mean, I have some stuff written here. I have like, what are some of your favorite episodes Ask of me the show? You want, okay, because I have, and it's funny. My four favorite episodes are all in season three. All four of them are. My no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I think they fine. spread out. They definitely spread out. I mean, season three, all around. I think that's it's the, the best best season. season. And I mean, it's top rated, of course, but it, it's. It's the best because it, it really pulls people in who don't actually watch the show. Right. And you and it introduces characters. It kills off characters mm-hmm. that we didn't really need. It wraps things up. It makes you it's you see a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite episodes is in season three, and that is Wish. That's on my list. <laughs> the yes. Wish is yes. Oh, as a matter of fact, I just watched that this morning. God. So um, yeah, we watched it a couple of days ago. Yeah. I was like, you don't understand how much I love this episode. With Wish, though, you also have to include Doppelgangerland. Because oh, remember, because yeah. that brings Vampire Willow back. And <laughs> okay. 
So that episode is, is okay. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be my second favorite episode, which has got to be the introduction because of the Anya being introduced. She's my yes. top, one of my yes, top I favorites. I love Anya, I know. And then Willow, I hated her in the beginning. Well, zombie, I really no. did, yeah. Uh, not zombie, Vampire Willow. Vamp- yeah, Vampire Willow. and uh, Yeah, and that... And Angel being tortured. Yeah. That, that I enjoyed. Well, but isn't Angel always tortured, though? I mean, really. In some oh, my God. If, if not, you know, my roommate, existentially, if nothing else. Angel. He's like, I'm going to be doing some distant brooding over here. Oh, my God. No, no, no. <laughs> that season one episode when Spike comes over, uh, you know, what they had that where Oz and Spike come over, and Spike's up on the, up on the, um, uh, <laughs> he's up on the, uh, the fire escape. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, my name's Angel, and I'm all broody, and my hair, like this poncy hair, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just, like just making fun of him. Like, yes, I understand that. That's hilarious. It's I feel a- you, Spike. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the wish, he likes, and of course, Vampire Willow, when they brought her back. And that was also one of those things where, like, whenever regular Willow and Vampire Willow, you know, and, and like and she each other yeah and she like they, they she hugs her or whatever she's like oh hands you know and then like whenever she goes back she's like i think i'm kind of gay which was leading into yes. what happened you know and it's shadowing i know and there's a lot of that oh absolutely strange like rewatching it back oh, absolutely i know so not just with that one but like there's that episode in season f- no it's at the end of season 3 where Buffy is having that dream and Faith is making the bed. Yeah. And she says, you know, be back before dawn or whatever it is. And that's like two years prior before we're going to actually meet dawn. And then uh, they have a flashback to it again uh, in another episode. And she says this number, like it was like 500 and somewhere. Well, I forget what it is off the top of my head. That was how many days until the season five finale was going to wrap up with Buffy dying. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, there's, it's like that's, one of those things where like there was like some far-reaching, like where they detail. they really thought out some of this stuff. Yeah, and uh, now I'm gonna now without <laughs> watching it again, I'm gonna have to look at every single day. Oh, is that is that yeah. foreshadowing? Oh, I know. It's, there, there's all kinds of stuff. You know, they set up. You know, some of my favorite moments in the show are setting up like okay, uh, it's not one of my favorite episodes, but it's it would be in my my top like. 20 or so episodes, you know, is the the episode Gingerbread. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's where Amy turns herself into the rat at yeah. the end. And then we have, like, <laughs> yeah. later, like, in season four, we get, like, a glimpse of, like, Willow accidentally turns her back from a rat into a human, and she's yes. there for, like, a oh second, and yes. then gone. Oh <laughs> that, but see, that, that that's the kind of thing that when I think about foreshadowing, I think about, like, Willow, her whole story, like, becoming a big baddie that she was mm-hmm. and everything that one scene they yeah, talking about amy coming back. right it's such you never notice these like super intrigue like in, uh important details i know amy and turning into a rat nobody nobody they like, think about that again but the fact that they bring it up ever mm-hmm. so often because we just actually watched an episode where they just were like oh yeah amy's still a rat they yeah. just literally just didn't bring just said that randomly. i know, I know. And, my and roommate's like okay and i was and like don't worry. Some of the Don't craziest worry. stuff like that, you know, with um, um, oh, well, another one of my, my um, one of my favorite episodes is from season three of overall Band Candy, which I just oh, watched last night and yes. laughed my ass off again because oh the whole gosh. the whole 
Giles oh, <laughs> and Buffy's hot. mom. You know, nobody knew how hot Giles was until that episode. And then he just kept getting hotter. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, you know, because, you know, we had, we had from season two, whenever Ethan Rain had come back, you know, and they had talked mm-hmm. about how Giles, when he was young, was in a the punk Ripper. band, the Ripper. Yeah, he was in a mm-hmm. punk band and he had, you know, was really into black magic and all this stuff. And then we get that again. Uh, like, Good little know, bad boy. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, him and um, and um, um, Buffy's mom, <laughs> like, <laughs> because again, that payoff doesn't come until much later in the season. When One she, of my when, favorite when she gets episodes the, yeah. is the episode that you're about to mention, yeah. where, where she's in the mental hospital. Right. That's yes. one of my favorite episodes because yes. yeah. you like you know is this it's real? almost Inception. I know. I know. You know. I know. It you really no does idea. question everything. And a, you, you you, it leaves you on a cliffhanger, for sure. Like, it's just like, oh, okay. So now, you, uh, the rest of this TV series, do we know if this is even... I know. Which is kind of awesome, you know, right? in a lot of ways. Um, my all-time favorite episode, though. Again, it's another season three episode. And I just watched it again. The Zeppo. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, the whole premise is that Xander... Harris has zero he has zero powers and he really has zero value to this group other than like hey can you get us donuts or this or that or whatever and he's really feeling like why am I even hanging out here you know like why why nobody there's this huge thing there's this apocalypse that's coming then they quite literally and nobody will tell him what's going on but they keep alluding to all this bad stuff that's coming. It's all coming. It's all coming. But then he's dealing with his own thing also and ultimately winds up saving everybody without them ever knowing it whatsoever. And it It really shows how much of a like badass, like you think about it. He, you know, what is he really doing for the group? Oh, I know. The time, what does he do? I mean, he's just, he's there sometimes and he's not. And then you're like, what is, you know, this is like the day in the life. So, Absolutely. Xander, if he was yeah. put into his own little, you know, he right. may seem like a, he, he comes, it's so aggravating that the character of Xander, it comes, he comes off so cringy, especially in the first season, yes. towards Buffy, especially, mm-hmm. and you just like, let it go. Man, and he's like, it's not happening, it's never and then happening. The whole, everything that happens between him and Willow, and right. that's just like, it makes you almost want to hate him, but you can't, because he's the funny yeah. one, he's the friend, he's the friend zone guy, but then exactly. this shows you like... <laughs> He's not just there for like comedic relief. No, you know he can well, hold his own. With this one, He's you know the <coughs> spoiler heart. <laughs> well, you know Xander, especially in this episode, you know because of course Cordelia is like just needling him the entire mm-hmm. time about how, oh wow, you know you're the Jimmy Olsen, you're the Zeppo, you're the you know this or that, and they don't really need you, and he keeps like having these moments where he's like, okay, this is where I'm going to be a badass. And then something happens that completely takes it away from him. But then he gets his badass moment, mm-hmm. you know, when he's standing there with O'Toole and he's like, he's like, well, you'll die too. He's like, I don't care. I, I, I like the silence or I like the quiet. That's what he right. says. And he sits there and O'Toole goes to make a move for the door and he jumps in front of him and it's like, Xander's getting ready to like kill himself to to stop this thing, you know, and it's it doesn't like matter, man. It doesn't matter, doesn't <laughs> matter. And again, nobody knows about it. The next day he shows up and they're all talking about, you know, fighting this demon and how horrible it was and everybody's beat up and this kind of stuff. And he just kind of walks up and he's like, Hey, what happened last night? You know, it's like and they have no clue that like he oh, stopped and him a bomb. And Faith getting together. Oh, I know, I know. And it's oh like, my god. I love me some faith. I love okay. Me. <laughs> I was like, I... Okay. Can 
can we both agree that Buffy and, and Faith had sex? Okay, so <laughs> in the later comics, isn't it? I know like, Buffy is yeah, she yeah. has she but but there's that episode. Which one? That um well it's the one where Faith winds up like killing somebody by accident. Um, yeah. And you remember she comes and gets her out of school. And oh, oh, and they yeah. go and, and they go like, to yeah. yeah and they're all dancing and all this and blah 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 and it's like okay <sighs> I'm pretty sure something happened in the meantime how nice <laughs> that episode is <laughs> yeah I know it's there's the so many they I, did know, in that scene. I know it, it's just I think like, about it all the time <laughs> but I'm just like because because even because there's that one scene I don't think it's not in that episode I think it was another where like Xander asked her something or asked Buffy like hey what are you doing tonight? she's like oh I got a date. Yeah. And she's like, what are you talking about? And Faith comes up and puts her arm around her like, hey, girlfriend, hey you ready to go? Yeah, whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, there no. was some little Slayer on Slayer Only action going Only in my here. wildest <laughs> dreams did they have a thing together. Uh, I don't you know, know. Who knows? You know, Faith is pretty, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She's pretty. Um, Spunky. There's that. There. Uh, but Faith, oh, what I was going to say is she's pretty open. Uh, oh, yeah. with her Absolutely. sexuality and everything and so it was just kind of and again it was kind of you know the whole thing we were talking about when Willow when Willow and Tara which my favorite relationship on the show yeah. um, you know they didn't acknowledge that until uh, was it, it was the body was the episode where they oh, kissed the first time yeah. and it was like the censors were kind of like we don't we're not sure about this. There was a lot of implied, like, off-screen stuff, like you knew what was going yeah. on, but they didn't really talk about it a whole lot, and then they should, which, and it's funny because, like, the show that actually broke down that barrier was Dawson's Creek because they had a gay, a gay character, the character of Jack, that, like, it was the first, like, um, male, male on male, like, kiss on uh, a major network, you know, type, yeah, that wow. happened on there, but and they had to go through a lot to get, you know, uh, basically what it is. It was the first male-on-male kiss by a an actual character, on like a major character on the show, rather than like a, a side character or something right. like that. And so that kind of broke down the barrier of like, oh, we can do this now. And so that's, you get into, you know, them being a lot more open about Willow and Tara and, and everything. It's so weird to think about it now because you never think about It's not a thing now at all. Yeah, I know, you don't think a, about those details and how big that was for was. television back then. It, and it I'm just like was. over here like, I kind of already knew the whole Vampire well, yeah. Willow thing. You know, yeah. you knew something was going to happen. Oh, absolutely. You know, and... and Though... And I, from, you, almost your from favorite, the moment. Your favorite relationship is Willow and Tara. Mine was Willow and Oz. Pre-everything that happened with them. But... Like, Which everything that happened with them, because <laughs> they had a couple of them. Okay, all right. Because <laughs> you get the you get the whole <gasps> okay, Willow and wait, Xander wait, 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 thing, wait, wait, and wait, then wait. you get the whole Oz. You know, and, even uh, after what's the, her name? No, uh, even the Willow and Xander thing. Like, God, I hated that. That that's what Willow mm-hmm. did in that situation. But like, even after that, they were still good into college. Everything right. after they did is like him and mm-hmm. going off with the yeah. male, and then. The him breaking up with her and everything like that, right. but, which was one of the saddest oh, episodes. Man. Gotta yeah. say, like what was what was the, the Shell Branch was playing in oh, the background. <laughs> what was the female uh, 
What was her name? I don't remember her name. I, I remember, remember the her. actress. I remember I her face. Yeah, and I remember how wild. Because again, she was. they set she that up. They set that up a couple episodes prior. Back, yep. Where they were walking and they like he passed each it. other. He they, sensed it. Yeah, they passed each other and they both turned around and looked like, mm-hmm. "Hey, what's going? You know, something's going on here." And that's one of the things about this show. So great about setting up those because even with Tara. Okay, the first time you see Tara when when yeah. they go to the to, when she goes to the Wiccan you know group or whatever, mm-hmm. they're already setting up something's going on here like yeah. immediately, and it was like okay, I, I see where this is this is going to go eventually. Okay, fine, you know it's this at that point it was just this is the two thousands, you know whatever. It's like, I like that they brought Oz back though to yes. kind of settle that because right. yeah though they broke up like you a, a lot of people who were like me who. Favorite couple, man. Right. Favorite couple is just like, man, but, but them. And then you, you, you're like, no, you have to accept that she's supposed to be with Tara. That right. Tara's the one, right. not Oz. He was never the one. And you're like, okay. I know, I know, because we all love Oz. Seth Green, my man. I hated Oof. to see him leave the show, and it was kind of one of those things, you know, because you know, he again, he had that where I he wish crossed he over. over to Angel. I know Ooh, that would have been fire. That you know, in, if they had had a season six, I wish. Oh, something else. Mm. Wesley wasn't supposed to die at the end of season five. Really? They did. Josh wrote wrote that in because the series was ending. That was a, okay, well, we're, we're leaving the series. I need to do something that's going to really give this stakes. And they the killed Wesley, thing. you know, which another character I hated in the beginning and then by the time Angel's over, I'm like, no, that dude's awesome. Yeah. That dude is awesome. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Angel improved a lot of the characters. Cordelia, I know. as a character on Buffy, and then over on Angel, mm-hmm. badass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wesley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even cringy. when he first came over. Super cringy. I know. <laughs> and then he comes over, and you're like, mm, I'm a rogue what demon you, hunter. What do you What's give to this? <laughs> Spike, Spike's transfer. Spike was badass on Buffy, but yeah. his transfer over to Angel was pretty, pretty good. Well, you know, I, I have often said that season five is 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 Angel and Spike the romantic comedy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. really, I mean, it's just like you had to see. You, it's a good dynamic to see because you didn't really see that as much in Buffy. They were, no. they were always putting them against each other because Buffy and this and that and this, like, you got to see glimpses of their past, of their, right. their shenanigans. And that but was the whole, because, you know, when Spike came in in season two, mm-hmm. of course, Angel transferred back to Angelus, which, you know, it's like, and you got a little bit of that, but then Spike left. Right. And when he came back as a regular on season four, Angel was already off. Right. And so all we had we had for three seasons basically was flashbacks of those characters of yeah. what, you know. Or when Spike was in the wheelchair and being a little Oh yeah, that was punk. in season two. Yeah. That's <laughs> but, what, but what I'm saying is like for three seasons we got flashbacks of Right. Him, the two of them and Darla and, and the Drusilla whole interweaved and, I know between them, I which know. I love. I know. The whole the whole background story. Yes. Absolutely. Who sired who? Oh, I know. <laughs> There's <laughs> that whole. Again, that could be its own series. Just the four of them through I time. Know. You know that that Darla? would just. Darla. Oh, I love oh Darla. Oh my gosh, I love. Again, her. a character that they killed off early in season two or season one, and then they brought her back. Yeah, and they had her. Oh my gosh, that was 
you never even really assumed that she was such a big part because she I know. wasn't. Was she in the first episode? She was in the very first. She's the yeah, first vampire the you first see one because to yeah, high school boy, right? Yeah, and then she turns and kills him, and then you're like, okay, yeah, and then she comes back, and then she comes back again, and you're and like, oh, she's important. Yeah, she's and that's you know, and then of course she you get real important in Angel, real important, real important in Angel, and uh. That I almost forgot how much happened and because I didn't watch Angel as much. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like getting all these like, oh, oh, every oh, time, yeah, that happened. Every oh, yeah, time, that's a character. <laughs> every time that I go back and rewatch Buffy now, mm-hmm. starting with season four, I watch it concurrently oh, I should do that with, with Angel because it's one of those things that you can... Okay, this episode and this episode came on the same week, you know, and you can do that all yeah. the way through because there are crossover episodes in there. You know, like there's the whole, of course, in the first season, the I Will Remember episode, yeah. which I think that that last, Sarah Michelle Geller, that scene right before everything reverts back to where she forgets everything that happened, that is some tremendous acting that she does right there. And then it's just all wiped away. <laughs> oh, Oh, okay. You know, just like <laughs> that was one of the things too. I was watching when I was rewatching the Zeppo. Whenever Buffy and Angel are having that real dramatic, like, no, you can't. I can't lose you again. I can't. Blah, blah, blah. And then Xander walks. He's like, uh, "Hey, uh, hey guys, am I, am I interrupting anything? I'm sorry." And they just stand there and look at him. And he finally, he's just like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go." And, this then is, <laughs> and they go right back into the music. Swells back up, and it's <laughs> that's her soap opera. Uh, yes, from, uh, she was what Guiding Light is yes. that what she was on? Yeah, yes. they had to, they had to, do that. they had to be like, "Hey, she used to be on soap opera. Let's show that." Yeah. Real quick. Um, I mentioned it a while ago. I don't care how many times I've seen it. Every time that. I rewatch the body. It completely wrecks me. I mean, just genuinely the most upsetting episode. That the most realistic, my, most yeah, riveting. You know, and the fact that, that it was also led into in the, the the episode prior, where Buffy comes home, yeah, and you see her laying on the couch, and and just like you know, and she does that, mom. Mom, that, that sad, mommy. That you know, and had. it's just like, oh my god, yeah, and it's like, and again. The monologue that Emma Caulfield gives about, I don't understand why, I mean, just, you know, and I just, oh, I know, oh. it's just like, it just it rip your heart out. <laughs> Sorry. About it's, it. Oh my And it's gosh. such, and it's, it's yes. one of those episodes that for all yeah. of us fans, when people talk about it, everybody has some kind of emotional attachment oh. to that, you know, in some way, you know, and, and I've, I've heard plenty of people tell stories about finding someone that mm-hmm. way, you know, and again, in this show about supernatural bad guys, and she dies such a normal death. Such an and just the, you, and that's what's so heartbreaking. I know towards the, like after all the shock factor and just watching all the realism, yeah. and you're like, oh, and even oh, like, this and, is real, so you can't even can't even right. Willow, and even Willow Spike, can't reverse it. Nobody can reverse. Yeah, and it. even Spike, the way that he's just like. Yeah. I'm sorry she was always nice to me, you know? It just yeah. sorry, I'm staring tearing up. <laughs> Fucking I know. I did too. I was like, can't can't think about it. I'm gonna cry. Oh my god. But yeah, and and of course that also from their own after, that is one of those like the show it. is completely different at that point. Of course, you know, and that's leading up to Buffy dying, and of course then the show really takes a somber after the fa- after that. You know, when Buffy comes back She's rough. Oh man, She's that's rough yeah. Around the edges, man. And uh, I, I really, I have really mixed feelings about that whole situation, the way that they handled it. Um, 
I know that they were kind of like, hey, we don't know if we're coming back next season, so we have to have a something. Yeah, uh, but it's still one of those things where it's the whole like, oh, we can resurrect her. You know, I was like, really, that's what they're going to do? But then the way they handled it, <gasps> the it robot. was just oh, the Buffy bot. Yeah. Buffy bot. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. even if they didn't bring her back, they could have just survived the show with Buffy Bot. Yeah, That's they could have. Feeling. They could have. I mean, she wouldn't know? have been, you know, as. But that would that would let you have room to like expand on the other characters. Yes, yeah, true. Well, you know, one of the things I did like about season nine, the, the comics, was that they brought the Buffy Bot back. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's like, oh hey, yeah, it's her. Yeah, it's a. Uh, and I also Fan like favorite right there. Uh, and again, the whole with. Sarah Michelle Geller being a really good actor, yes. she played the Buffy bot completely different than she played her. You know the, I the Buffy loved it oh. so much, and uh, so and yeah, so did Spike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Spike, man. Okay, I have to ask this question: hmm. Angel or, or Spike? Oh, absolutely, Spike. Really, no, hands down. Buffy, I can't you're you're you're, you're Buffy and Buffy and Spike guy, huh? <sighs> If I, okay, and you know what? I don't even think it's a Angel and Spike thing. It's it's Buffy with who? Because yeah, think about all the I mean, people Riley that she's been with. Was never going to work. Look, you know? people can people. There are there are people. I'm sorry. I know. I'm I know. sorry to those people who um who like Riley, mm-hmm. but that whole relationship was, was not going to work. No, no, it was not no. going to work. No, man. and and the thing is, is that like. And I don't honestly think that Spike and Buffy would have worked, but they're, I mean, that just shows what kind of person. I liked their dynamic better. Right. Just because it was, you know. It was know, a lot more explosive. I it mean, was a it, lot more explosive, yeah. but it was just, to me, the way that Buffy is around Angel is infuriating. She turns into this that. puppy-eyed. She's cookie dough. She, yeah. <laughs> she just, she she becomes a little punk. And uh, yeah, I don't care I know. for it. I don't care for her, the, the acting that she does when she's around him, especially in the first couple of seasons. You're just like, God, I, know. I just want to skip these episodes because you know, it's so cringy. One of the things that they did wonderfully between season one and season two is they actually had Angel's makeup correct. Because if you go back and watch like that first season, I'm like, the wow, that's heavy a powder and a heavy liner. powder and that, and that lipstick just looks terrible. Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't even look anywhere close to natural and it's just like, dude, seriously. And they, they got it look right. real dead. <laughs> and you know what's funny is they bring that, they brought that back, uh, that look mm-hmm. for when he turned into Angelus right. later on. They right. were like, so now yeah, you can tell the difference. Yeah, I know. It's a, I know. It's How do you know when he's Angelus when he's wearing eyeliner? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Be honest. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have to admit I am a, and I get everything you said about this, but I, I really am a, a, a Buffy and Angel. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Buffy and Angel shipper. I am. I mean, it's a, uh, and uh, I have. Been, I don't know. It's just I like Spike. I like. I really like Spike. I wish that they like. Spike and Harmony are hilarious together. I oh, yeah. love them together. But again, it's that whole Spike is completely not invested in this thing, and she is completely vested. In it. The episode where he had all three of them. Oh yeah. That yeah, that's him cool. and Drew and all. I yes. know, and it's just like, oh my god. And Drew, I love Drew. You know, she just, but she's just batshit insane. Love you know, Drew, it's, but sometimes I look at her and I go, I wonder if this is what people see when they look at me. Nah, well, 
You know, Ooh. just talking about random flowers in the <laughs> moonlight over here. You okay over there? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you're quite as uh, insane as she is. You're <laughs> unbelievably, my roommate has compared me to Drusilla. Oh, I'm really? like, mm. wow, really? Wow. Really? And he's mm. like, yeah. And it I'm like, wait, you haven't met Anya, so wait. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, it could be worse, you know? Anya is another one of those, like, if you've gotten this far into the show and, and don't know anything about Buffy, and we've already spoiled a few things. But, <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know, like I said, I saw the end of the series first and then watched all seven seasons. And honestly, I had forgotten a lot of the detail about what I had seen because I didn't know any of the characters, this kind of stuff. So I yes. completely forgot that Anya died in that battle. And that's another thing of, like, you had to kill somebody to make this... Give it, yeah, it to give it stakes. I know, no pun intended. But, but it was one of those things when I rewatched it, like when I got to the end of it, like that, I was really upset that Anya died. Like I was just Me like, too. oh my god, I, I can't believe they killed off Anya. That this is because she was so literal and so just. She had some. I think she great, made a better dynamic. She made Xander's character. Oh, I know, so much I know, better. I know. There's and so much. And again, talk about a character that grew. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. from the whole, you know, she's introduced in The Wish, and she's just like this, oh, yeah, she's a new student, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she's a, you know, she's a demon. She's and a then when she person, comes back later, man. you know, like later in the season when she's like, I'm stuck in this body, and I have all these hormones, and I really want to go to prom. And it's just like, what I'm are we dealing with back. here? I know. It's like, what am I, what are we, what are we dealing with here? You know, it's like, <laughs> and then when her and. Xander get together. Oh, I never, greatest. I never saw them together. Like, and then I all, didn't. Either. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh no, these two but are perfect I like for that each dynamic other." Oh yeah, so much better than oh, yeah. Cordelia. Oh yeah, that absolutely. Was... That was a um, Cordelia and Xander were interesting to begin with, and then flamed out the way you expected them to. You know you, that they could only end not liking each other basically you know that that was you know although he did do something really nice for her you know before yeah you know, and all that oh stuff you know to where you know because he he realized that he messed up you know i mean it, it wasn't a, but i think that was the only good thing about their relationship yeah. i don't think it did well for the character for xander but it did well for cordelia because even though she was heartbroken it, it showed a lot of more than her you know right selfless charismatic well, up to that point we'd basically she was she was the rich girl I mean, right. that's basically what it was and then down the stretch of before the end of high school mm-hmm. her family lost everything you know and it was and she was forced to get a job and you know and all this stuff and she didn't want anybody to know and so you start getting a little more of cordelia chase yeah and of course when you said once she goes off to to Angel, you yeah, get a whole lot more whole, Cordelia. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, no, she's a badass. Like, she always has been. You guys <laughs> just a, did not know. That's another one of my favorite, like, little moments in, um, uh, they, 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 they did so well across both these series where, um, when she's in few, like, when she becomes half demon, like, when she's in that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, um, that dream, you know, with, um, I forget what the demon's name is now. But he look. He's talking. He's all like, "Yeah," and blah 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 blah. And he looks over at her, and he looks at her, and then he looks back. He goes, "That's funny because most people like when they're in this when they're in this um, in this um, state, 
they have the ideal version of, of what they think they should be or whatever. And you look exactly the same. It's like, no, you realize That's Cordelia right. is like, no, this is who I am. This is no. 100%. <laughs> She's like, I am completely confident in who I am. And <laughs> you guys don't realize this, but I am amazing. Exactly. And so, but there's little stuff like that that you're just like, oh, wait, you know, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things I loved about the writing, those little. Uh, what we were talking about earlier about Xander. Okay, when he has that moment in the Zeppo. Mm-hmm. And then in season seven, he has a really great moment with Dawn oh. when um, they think that she might be a slayer, but it comes comes to find out that it was actually um, her friend that was a slayer. And she's sitting there doing all the research and stuff, and everybody else leaves, and Xander walks over to her and goes, hey, what you did was amazing. He's like, he starts going through, he's like, hey, yeah, you know, I could... You know, I could put, you know, what does he say? He said something, I could put Oz in my uh, in my duffel bag, you know, whatever. But he still was, you know, two days out of the month was still more powerful than I'll ever be, you know, that kind of stuff. He goes, he goes, but he's like, it takes a lot of courage to say I'm not the one and hand that off to somebody else, you know. And it's, that, it's like, yeah, Xander... Yeah, he knows. He knows. He's he's seen all of it, and that's the whole thing you talk about. You know, he sees things. That's his whole thing. He sees everything that most people don't, and it's kind of spikes like that too. Yeah. If you ever noticed, a lot of times he will like, especially when he comes back in season four, when that when he's like tied up at Giles' place, he's constantly causing problems with everybody because he sees everything that everybody has a problem with, and so he's like, okay, he I can use this to my the advantage. Wall, in my opinion, he's just like he's just like. Jesus. I know. <laughs> Insert joke here. <laughs> I and the thing again, like with Spike, like him foiling Angelus' plan to destroy the world. You know, where he's just like, no, I kind of like living here. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of Man U, and you know, and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> like he's like, I don't want to destroy the world. It's just. <laughs> just oh, one of the best characters that I think of, uh, and he said he got killed off really quickly in season three, Mister Trick. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. The yeah. fact that he was just so like, you know, we're vampires, man. Like they we could do more than just try to kill the slayer or kill people. Like right. this is a business. <laughs> I know. I could be running things. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Drive through food, just I know. <laughs> this is the way it should have been done. <laughs> I know. And and that's again, you know, because it's, it's, it's things that a lot of people have thought about. I was like, why would why are vampires so concerned with all this why don't they just go off and they can live forever why can't they build a business and like you know live extremely well for eternity you know right. whatever yeah I, and i agree with that you know of course get wolfram and hart and we kind of start seeing some of that yes. stuff you know that's uh that wolfram and hart across the boards one of the best big bads I agree. Of, of, you know, like, you know, you get into, I really, really loved the mayor. Okay, I love the mayor. I mean, there's no, because he's so silly and so, you know, just so great, uh, but also so evil at the same right? time. He's so, he's just so, he's just so cheesy. I know, and it's, it's like. like make sure you wash your hands. I know, I know. And then I love Glory. That's who I was going to say. Glory, Glory. is my favorite baddie. I mean, like, Especially she's not my favorite baddie for, like, the dynamic of, like, Buffy against Glory. Cause right. Gets, yeah. But, like, Glory as a bad boss character. Right. Right. She's just, I mean, she was sassy. She oh, was everything dude. you needed. Her introduction. Mm-hmm. Like, when you first see her, she's like, mm-hmm. hey. It's just like, 
this is who we're supposed to be. And then, oh, you're like, oh, no, she's a god. <laughs> of course, then the whole Ben is glory. That's what I'm saying. The only thing, thing I really didn't care for, the whole Ben glory, <clears throat> know, Ben glory I thing. I felt like that was a little too convoluted. Like, I have, we, we could have done without that. Way back in the day, I saw way too many, uh, too much of the Ben is glory on message boards of like long threads of Ben is glory. Glory is Ben. Like, Wait, you're telling me Ben is Laura? Like, it would go on for pages and pages and pages and pages. We had like, to do something with the love interest of this season, so we just decided to combine yeah, them. Yeah, I know. You know? It's, uh, uh, and, and, you know, and again, the whole Giles of it all, killing uh, Ben at the end of it. And like, you know, he's like, Buffy would never do this because she's not like us. Yeah. You know, and it's like, dude, Giles is a badass. Like, you know... <laughs> The more you go on into the yeah, season, I know, especially how... after he's no longer a watcher, you no, know, yeah. and, and it's just like all of a sudden you start seeing it's like, oh, like <laughs> Giles fucks, <laughs> you know, it's like he's <laughs> like, oh, he he plays, he goes to coffee shops and and, and plays music. His and girlfriend he just... <laughs> from later on, who was in the Hush episode, yes. I really liked her. Yes, I like um, their dynamic together. I don't remember her name for anything, but right, yeah, and that was uh, that was I forgot what was her name. Mm-mm. Yeah, because she came over from England, and yeah, uh, yeah and that's the whole thing. Because like Buffy walks in, she's like, "Hey," he's like, "Oh, this is my friend." She's like, "Oh, you're French." She's like, "Oh, your friend." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, i i have I have things. <laughs> I have things going on. I know it's like, oh, I have okay. a life, guys. <laughs> that was another one, like whenever when Giles, you know, because he he left the show for a. Part of, part of the mm-hmm. time because he was going, he was doing a uh, play. Uh, Anthony Stewart Ed was doing a play mm-hmm. in London, so he left for a little while. But when like they brought Buffy back, and when Willow's talking, and she's like, he's like, "What did Giles say?" She's like, "I think I heard him clean his glasses over the phone." <laughs> <laughs> That's so Giles. Yeah, it's just like that kind of stuff. Like you get all these little Giles moments. Everything and powerful again, about Giles when he came back for he, Willow. Dude, well, not only that, when he came back after Buffy was, and when he, when he dresses oh, yeah, down too. Willow, like you rank amateur. I mean, oh just like, yeah, 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 yeah. When that oh, was the beginning of that. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's like, oh my, whoa, God. my God, that oh, was. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, and then when he does come back for Willow the, the, the later, night. yeah, Oof. yeah, and uh, which mm, Xander, yeah, that whole thing, yeah, you know Xander being again being the heart of the show, like hey, hey, I'm important. Broke, yeah, I'm this important guy. It's like I was there when you broke your yellow crayon in kindergarten <laughs> and cried, and you know, and it's just I love you, you know, type stuff, and it's just like wow, emotions. A, I know, I know. That's top and, tier. I know, I know. That's one of my favorite episodes. Is the the witch like Willow like yeah Benny. yeah yeah well you know and that's you know the same way that they used being a witch as substance as substance used. well but they used well originally they used it as as the being a witch as kind of an allegory for being gay you know oh, you know with yeah, the whole yeah, with her yeah. and Terry and everything and then you get into season six and they use magic as yeah. This is drugs. This is, you know. Well, I feel oh. like at the very beginning, they kind of already, like, interluded that it was going to be drug abuse. Because when she started getting into witchcraft and Giles was like, hey, you need to be really yeah. careful. Yeah. You know, the, the top shelf books are up there for oh, yeah, a reason. Exactly. Everything yeah. like that. And, like, she's like, no, it's fine. I'm not doing anything dangerous. Right. And you see glimpses of it early on, even. Oh, like, yeah. You know, she, the power she, that she had. I know. The, the I think it was during. The spell with the angel doing the. 
Oh yeah, she reinsold Angel. Yeah, and, but then also like when the um, when they're fighting the mayor, when he you know when he is you know, the oh, ascension, yes. you know, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she went dark. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like you know that was the whole thing you saw like when she when she reinsold Angel it was like oh we're seeing that she's powerful. Right. When she's fighting the mayor, we mm-hmm. get that glimpse of there's power something else. There's power pa- there there's a different whole different power that's mm-hmm. here you know, and uh. uh Again, Willow, starting from this little mousy, you know, like know. this little nerd, you know, on the computer. She's got a computer boyfriend, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And you know, <laughs> I still, to this day, whenever somebody says something about the internet, I will say something about, yeah, you know, it's a series of tubes. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> 25 years later, and I'm like, I'm still, it's a, it's a, it's a series, series of, of tubes, tubes. you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, but yeah, the whole Willow, the way that she transformed over mm-hmm. all of the seasons uh, to becoming this very powerful and very confident person that she wasn't in the beginning, and um, I, yeah, I just th- these characters are so, you know, all the 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 demons and the vampires and all that stuff aside, it's the characters. It's yeah. always the characters that comes back because you could like pull all that stuff out. And you would still care about yeah, still every single the, one of these what's people. What's going on between this person? Yeah, and except this for person? maybe Kennedy. That's a whole different. <laughs> <laughs> no one was going to replace Tara. That was the whole thing. You know, well, it was she like had to find something. Yeah, I know. There, but know. I, but just, I feel like I feel like the whole Kennedy thing was just so that you know, you know that Willow's like she's. She's, she's she was running on. things. She's right. doing her thing. Right. She's you know, she's got this going on, and she's got a girl going on. You got, right. you know, and then it, it really it it followed through for it to continue into the comic books. Really, yes. So that's why I guess why it was so important. Yeah, I guess. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that uh. Um. Okay. Did have you read Frey? I meant to bring that up a little while I have ago. Not. You know what I'm talking about. Though, I right? do. Okay, because because the character of Frey comes into season. Eight at yes. one point where they go ahead in the future. That comic came out prior to season seven, mm-hmm. and that's where they introduced the scythe. Like, yes. that's the first place okay. that you saw it was in the comic book. So, that's actually canon. It's like eight episodes or eight issues. You can get a, uh, I used to have it somewhere. I might still have a copy of it around here somewhere of the, uh, the trade that's got all, and it's a really good, like, wow, this is, this is interesting because it's a set far enough into the future. To where the vampires are basically taken over, you know, and so okay. it's yeah, it's it's a, and it's a weird like. She's got a bro- she's got a twin brother who was bitten, and so she has like all the vampire all the vampire slayer abilities, except for she doesn't have any of the prophecy stuff. But when her twin brother was bitten and turned into a vampire, he got all that stuff. So now it's a yes, like this dynamic of this yeah. yeah, this family dynamic inside. It's really it's really good, and uh, and then they're like their older sister is a cop, and they're both like they were both like petty criminals. So it's this whole Didn't real they make a show called The Fray. There was a show called The Fray, but it's not the it's same. Not the it's same. Not though. that. No, uh, they've never done anything with her live action. You know, I know. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, uh. Who's your favorite character? Or, or, or basically, uh, let's put it this way. Who do you think changes the most across all of it? Willow. From, from, from Buffy episode one to 
the last episode of Angel. Who who well, changes okay. the most? If you're gonna think about it, because that's a whole it's, it's a whole universe that are in, that's interconnected. You know, I mean that's a. That's so many characters. It is. If you, I feel like Cordelia is the one that changed the most. If you're gonna think about, it. she's not my favorite though. Right. She's, but she definitely changed the most because I mean, think about you know you would never think Cordelia Chase from oh, Buffy would be a mom, right? At all, yeah. And an important mom, yeah. <laughs> so I know, I know. That's a. Uh, <laughs> Once that's really, that's the biggest, you know, what's the biggest change? Whoever got into motherhood, because nobody else did that. It's true. It's It, it really and, is and true. You know, then only that the, got real complicated. Guess, so. <laughs> what's his name? Robin was probably the only, because, you know, his mom was the vampire slayer. By, you know, the, the prince of Robin. Oh, um, man. So, the whole is. Robin thing. <sighs> I liked... That, that actor, okay? I like him a lot. I like that actor. I like him a lot. actor. And the whole thing... I don't... I, the, the whole him and, and Faith thing was a little, little... I liked him as a character, right. but I felt like he didn't really fit well, Buffy. Well, I, I think what they reason. did is they like brought the him... the dynamic of it all, or like... I mean, like, I get, like, he was... He was know, the there to, to basically the, try to kill Spike, yeah. is what it was, because Spike yeah. killed his mom. And I get that. You know, that's... I, I get that. This is this is a revenge story. But then once that was kind of resolved, he just was kind of the there. The you know? was just kind of weird to me, because he was just put in the show for... Because he was related to a Slayer. He's right. the son of a Slayer, so right. might as well just, like, add him in... The, the whole spike revenge. I just feel like that was. Why did you need that? Why did you need oh, somebody needing revenge against spike? What is, what is this? Uh, you, you know what? It would have been good. I liked the fact that Buffy came back to the school. Mm-hmm. That the whole thing. That to me, that's that's something she needed to do for her career. Yes. Like that's perfect. Right. That fits. That's nothing and you could have done better for that. Also, the whole. It starts off as a, as a show, a high school show. It kind of had to mm-hmm. end as a high school show, especially considering mm-hmm. that the Hellmouth is underneath the, you know. Yeah. And uh, you're keeping that 90210 vibe. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, you know, because yeah, that or, or at the time, you know, like Dawson's Creek was big, oh, you know, yeah. or that was also on the I WB. I didn't watch or, any of those shows. You no, know, I did. So. <laughs> <laughs> I because I'm, a, wa- I was too busy watching uh, Buffy. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> well, it's funny again. With I didn't watch any of that when it was actually on television. I wound up watching it later. Nine or two, I know I did because I was in the demo. Like I was literally, I was in high school when that show came on the air. Yeah. So that was everybody was talking about it, and I thought the girls were cute, and so it was like, okay, well, I watched the show, and then I was like, no, I want to be Dylan McKay when I grow up. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I tried to act like that the same way that he did in a lot of ways, and I found out, oh, yeah, there's a reason why this character is so fucked up. Okay? So. Yes. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, uh, that I really love, I think the two characters that really over the course of it uh, is, is Anya. You know, starting off as kind of this little throwaway character and then becoming a major part of, of all of it. And because once her and once Xander breaks up, you know, leaves her at the altar mm-hmm. and then she goes back to being a vengeance demon again. But she has changed so much in the meantime. She didn't even realize how much right. art and emotion she would. She didn't think that all the entire time. She was just cared for Xander. Right. Xander, that was it. That was it. And now she's got 
emotions. I and, know, I know. And, and then she and goes she in. she cares. And then she had that whole revenge thing that happened, and she cared. Right. That she did that. Right. Well, that's there's that, that opening to the one episode where she went in and killed all those that fraternity, that entire yeah. fraternity. And she's, like, sitting in the middle of all of it, just, weep, like, crying her eyes out. Because it's like, it's like, it didn't used to be like this. I didn't it, used to care. I know. I and didn't it, use, this is, and then the whole, the whole thing with, like, didn't see Halfrick having to die in order for her to get out of, you know, to stop being a vengeance demon. You know, that was, mm-hmm. I loved Halfrick. I also love the fact, I love the fact that they tied in that they had, she had played Cecily in the flashbacks. Yes. To, to Spike, like when he was, you know, when he was a human, they tied that in where he's like, she's like, William, like Cecily, <laughs> just like oh, wow, <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing it. They're, they're not just you gonna like connect. yeah, because you know the timelines. I mean, <laughs> right. she was around. She's been around for, for ages. Yeah, I know. Ages. I know. So. I know. But you know, rather than just that, trying to just completely ignore Push the fact off, that they yeah. had used the same actor twice, they're yeah. like, no, let's 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 tie this together. This is kind of funny, you know. It's a, and <laughs> loosens, loosens, loosens. <laughs> uh, again, that goes back to the writing. This show was so good with the writing. Okay. What's more with feeling? Oh, that is my number one favorite I'm sure episode. it is. It's most people's. Yes. I have a strange relationship with that with that episode. Do tell. Okay. I, I do love the music. Okay. I've got the soundtrack. I don't, I mean, I, yes, I know all the words. Um, the... The episode itself does push a few storylines along. You know, I mean, it, it really, it does. Like, yeah. of course, that's the first time we see Buffy and Spike kiss, you know. But mm-hmm. but also, there are some other things that happen, like with... Uh, Willow finding out what really happened. Yeah, and, and, and also, you know, yeah, we that's when, when Buffy finally tells everybody that she was in heaven, you know, and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And also the fact of, like, there is the whole... Tara really being upset that Willow is using all this magic, you know, yeah. that's the is, second, was it the second time or was it the third time? Did well, that was, okay, well, that's the whole thing. There is an episode, there, there's was an episode, episode after that was, was Tabula Rasa, yes, yes, and that's, okay, 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 okay. that's I was the one, like, it was before, but it's the one that's, I will, after. I will, I maintain that, like, that, that one-two punch of Once More with Feeling and Tabula Rasa are a, good a just, oh, dude, talk about a kick in the gut between mm-hmm. the two of those and uh that it, it once more with feeling pushes a lot of that stuff you know forward as a whole though i think the music kind of i don't know it's too gimmicky for me i guess i like it now you know and the thing is you know, there was a Scrubs episode that was musical because yes. of this. There was, there's been several other, you know, other television shows. that been like, hey, why don't we do a musical episode now? Fine, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. It. I'm, I'm, you know, I was a, <laughs> I was a semi theater kid, you know, and that kind right. of stuff. And it's like, and I grew up, you know, watching musicals and all that kind of stuff. And I, I love, I love that type of thing. Um, but 
everybody always goes to that episode like, oh, it's so great, so great. So it's like, yeah, but there are better episodes than, right. you know, that's. <laughs> you know, I, as a Buffy fan for all of it, I, I know that there's so, there's so many episodes that are really good. Right. But like, I think the reason why I find that episode to be my favorite is just because it's the connection of musicals. Yeah. Like, I'm such a music person. Yeah. So, like, combining my favorite show with music is probably just now, the reason I why I like this, it so much. I will say this. If it wasn't for that, we would have never gotten Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. <laughs> and I absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> I really wish that they would do another one of those. Yes. I know Joss Whedon has talked about it. Um, but, um, yeah, that, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, Tabula Rasa, right after that. With Such that whole situation where it's yeah. Tara found out that that you know that she had used that Willow had used music or used magic to wipe her mind once, and now she goes and does it again and or tries to do it again and it screws everything. Which again, I love the whole Giles and Spike dynamic. No, what I was about to say is, <laughs> so her name's gonna be Joan. Joan, I know. It's like, uh, <laughs> what would your name be? Joan. I feel like a mm. Joan. Yes. <laughs> I thought Buffy was an awkward name until I heard you say Joan. Joan I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, the whole Spike and, and, and Giles thing. Oh. They, they think that their father and son. You named me Randy Giles? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you just call me? And when they're getting ready to go fighting and Giles pulls him aside and goes, um, ps, um, be careful, son. It's <laughs> just like, it's very <laughs> awkward. Like. It's so great because the dynamic <laughs> between Spike and Giles, like uh, over time, you're yes, just like, yes. no, like he's so annoyed by this fucking character. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> no, they're so great together. They're both British, right? They're both right. British. <laughs> um, the ending of Buffy. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Was it a good ending? <sighs> you know, I just really wish it wouldn't have ended, but. I get that, Honestly, if it was going to, I mean, I guess the significance of the Hellmath being over the high school and mm-hmm. everything that happened within the high school, I think that if they were going to wrap something up, I think they did it in a pretty good way. I don't know how I really feel about the actual, like, bad gay, the, what was it, the first? Yes. Yeah, you know, that was... That whole thing is just... All season so seven. much godlike, 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 godlike powers, and then then you had all the like bummy vampires at the very right. end, and right. it was just like you know, what? it was such a strange because when they when they introduced the uber, uber vampire, you know, mm-hmm. the, at the begin with, and like Buffy can't beat him, like it's one of those things that she just keeps losing repeatedly, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you find out that there's going to be like tens of thousands of these things mm-hmm. and they couldn't beat one how are they going to beat all of them that's why they did the yeah the i know that with the, the scythe and everything <laughs> you know which again i thought was hilarious when she goes to get it and the woman the woman guarding it she's like what's your name she's like i'm buffy no really what's your name she's like oh, oh. you're being serious <laughs> it's really buffy yeah oh. um but yeah in you know with the whole and i get Again, it's the whole allegory of, you know, I, and I love when she's giving that speech. Oh, yeah. And they're showing Powerful all the other girls, speech. you know, the, you know. The and, potentials. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm I'm down with this. This is this is cool. Um, I just, I feel like they didn't stick the landing, though, on that. Like, 
it was a good episode of Buffy. I don't think it was a good series finale of Buffy. You know, it just... I think certain parts of the episode are really good, but I can agree with you that if it wasn't for the dramatic scene of Anya, the dramatic scene with Spike, I don't think I could really tell you... Oh, and the very end with the bus, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But other than those three scenes, I couldn't really tell you. I like... Okay, right before they're going into battle, and you get the four main characters... You know, you yes. get you get Buffy and Giles and, and Willow and Xander, mm-hmm. and they're all standing around and they're talking, and you know, and the com- and they're just having this normal conversation of you know, oh yeah, you know, what we plan on doing tomorrow? I don't know. They're yeah. gonna get some coffee and this and blah blah blah. And Giles like, oh, we're we're doomed or whatever. All goes back to the first episode. Yeah, you know, when it's they that, f- when they meet up in the hallway. Right. Yeah, and they're talking at the very end of Welcome to Hillmouth Part mm-hmm. Two, and Giles is like. Oh, we're doomed. You know, the world is doomed, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's a callback to that, which I like. I always love that kind of stuff in in series finales. Uh, but you're right; it's just kind of outside of. There was just so much. Yeah, I don't even. I, but honestly, I did. I don't even remember I how did, the first was destroyed. Other than that, like, was like the necklace. Spike thing? put them put on the, and that the, was it. Uh, yeah, and, then and it wound the first up, was destroyed. Right, and that's. Pretty I thought much it was it. just the Uber vampires down there. No, it destroyed all. It no, just Buffy, destroyed everything? Buffy fought the first, remember? Oh, okay. And she was fighting. Was Nathan Fillion was... I actually, no, I guess he was gone at that point. Or was he, he was... He was. Yeah, she fought him with the scythe. <laughs> but I no, she was fighting herself. Nathan Fillion was in Buffy, I though. I know. But you know what? He was so good. Especially his so introduction. Good, but like him crossing over. Like, that's so great. I know. It's almost like the Rob Zombie films. You're well, like, you, you know, got to have a character from this other show that you did. Like That Nathan was the whole Fillion. thing is that, you know, that... The season prior was when Firefly was on. Of course, it only lasted thirteen episodes or whatever. No, it's such a good. Maybe we'll talk about Firefly. And all that's so. oh my, that's a whole nother. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then you know they brought him mm-hmm. onto onto Buffy, and they brought Gina Torres onto Angel she in season was. four. Yeah, I completely you know? forgot yeah. about that. And so it was, and then uh, there were a few other like you would. Uh, well, um, uh, Adam Baldwin wound up on season five of Angel. Remember, he was. Uh, uh, well, Fred was the one who played the girl, right? No, no, she wasn't. She was closely no. looked like her, though. Yeah, they look like each other. Uh, no, but, but no, they didn't bring like. I don't know. Adam Baldwin came over because he was. Um, he he was with Wolfram and Hart. Remember, um, that was the whole deal. That like uh, when after they had taken over the the. Um, was he the guy that was? He was the big guy that Angel fights, you know, later. Oh. You know, that's Jane oh. from, from um, Firefly. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He, it was, it was, well, he was always dressed in a suit. You yeah, know, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. Thing, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. And uh, um, he had a weird name. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and so it was one of those things he wanted to use these same, you know, what's, uh, what's her name? Summer Glau was in an episode of Angel, like before Firefly. Really? Yeah, she played a ballerina. Which she was about. She is a ballerina in real life. But yeah, she was in an episode. She was in an episode earlier. Like I think it's in season two or something like this, where they go to the ballet, and come to find out, they're seeing a the the the, the ballet troops that they're seeing are, are like hundreds of years old because there's this one. Oh, I know the, what episode you're talking. about. Yeah, and that's okay. whenever Angel and Cordelia wind up having sex because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, under yeah, influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait, I, I remember this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because she's having that conversation backstage, mm-hmm. but she's like, you know, I, and I've been doing this for centuries. She's like, and I'm, she's like, and it's not a perfect. I, I, I turn my ankle the wrong way in this one point. I do it every night, and I can't stop myself, you know. And yeah, but yeah, that was Summer Glau. Uh, I and, forgot 
Yeah. Okay, there are some really good episodes of Angel. Oh, there are some great episodes of Angel. Um, I just didn't like Angel. Oh, dude, when, when, when Wesley kidnapped Connor. Yes. And all that, and when Angel like tried to kill him, you know, it was just like, oh my god. When 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 Wesley took that turn, and really became a badass, was like, okay, this show is all right. And then Lorne. How could you not love Lorne? You know, and I hate that he's gone. I mean, that was and that was such a you know I didn't know until a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, and it was one of those things because he was young. I mean, he was like in yeah. his thirties, you know. But he had a it was a it was a, a hereditary thing. Mm-hmm. He had a heart issue, and uh, but yeah, that was such a Lorne was such a great again the series finale. Oh, I got to tell you a story here in a little bit. Uh, series finale of of Angel. Mm-hmm. Whenever you know they're going off and they're fighting the different people, and he is with uh, Lindsay. Yes. And they're sitting there, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, we did a good job. You know, hey, if you hadn't hit, hit, hit that high note in MacArthur Park, you know, I might not have. We might not have won this or whatever." And then Lauren looks at him and goes, and "He's like, oh, we need to get to the to the rendezvous spot." He's like, "Yeah, you're not going to be there." He's like, "What are you talking about?" And then he shoots him. You know, and Lindsay's like, "You're not supposed to kill me. Angel's supposed to kill me." And he was like, "Yeah, good night, lady. Yeah, whatever." Yeah, you know, it's just like one of those like, just, and it's like basically he's like, "I did this one th- one favor mm-hmm. that that was asked to do, and and I'm I'm out." And he just drops the gun and walks, and it's like, "Wow, that was such a powerful little moment of, you know, Lindsay and Angel have had this ongoing thing for this so entire long. time, yeah. and then it winds up being Lauren that takes him out. Yeah, and Lauren didn't want to do it. And you don't ever really see to. him as like a character to be like battling. Oh, I know. Doing any, just, you know. Well, that's the whole thing is he tells him he's like you're not part of the solution. Like you're you, but you, I'm about to I, be. Yeah, and it's just well, I'm talking. Like Lauren tells Lindsay yeah. he's like you're not a part of the solution. You know, it's just like wow, that was a mm, that was a moment. You know. Uh, and uh, a dozen years ago or so, I was working for a I was working for a catering company. And we were doing this private event at a uh, it was a music execs home over in Bellmead. Like really, for those of you who don't know Nashville, that's like the really like mm-hmm. old money part of Nashville. You know, like a lot of a lot of money over there, a lot of huge mansions and stuff, and. You know, the company I worked for, we would routinely see celebrities here and there. Like, I was bartending one night, again, at another one of those things that turned around and Gina Gershon standing there. And I'm like, <laughs> well, what are you doing here? You know, and I, and I remember that her sister was actually a uh, an executive for um, Atlantic Records or something like oh, that. Yeah, nice. And so I was like, oh, okay. This, but it was still one of those, like, holy crap, you know. So, right. Um so I'm standing there, and I'm and like, it was a, this was a small event, you know. I mean, like there might have been 30, 40 people there, or something like that. I mean, again, I'm bartending, blah blah blah, and, and everybody was just just starting to show up, just starting to. And the guy that owned the house comes walking in with this guy, and they were talking about being in the studio, or whatever. I recognized him immediately, and my my uh, my friend that I was working, that her and I were working together. Um, she was a, she was one of my best friends, and I had introduced her to Buffy and Angel and everything. Mm-hmm. She didn't catch it at first. And the guy looks at me. He's like, "Hey, it's a pleasure to meet you." He puts his hand. He's like, "I'm Christian King," <gasps> and I was like, "I was like, I'm like, I'm like, 
on the inside, like freaking out. Cause like I knew, cause he's a singer, you know, it's like he had a right. band, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he was, in, he'd been in town recording. And I was just like, holy shit. Oh, Lindsay oh, McDonald oh, is standing right <laughs> here. <laughs> What's up, What's up? And like, I almost called him Lindsay a couple of times by like, it's like, and it's funny because at the time he was on, uh, what was that other show? Collateral. He was on Collateral at the time. He's been and on quite a few things, he hasn't has. he? Now. He, he shows up every once in a while mm-hmm. on something. I'm like, oh, hey. Because I'll recognize him. Yeah, another good actor. Yeah. Really good actor, you know. Uh, but yeah, I was just like, I was not expecting to meet anybody from that whole thing right. <laughs> here in Nashville. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Lindsay uh, is another one of those characters that from like where he was character. in the beginning to where he wound up, mm-hmm. you know, and again, like I said, that whole dynamic with him and Angel and and just, you know, I loved Layla or Lila. 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 Yeah. Lila, when her and Wesley got together, that uh, was. <laughs> I liked Lila because I feel like Lila was like a great, like. You, you don't have many strong female characters, right? Lila's the chick that... Was she worked for Wolfram and Hart. Right, yeah, yeah, the yeah. brunette, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, don't the have, tall lady like, one. Yeah, no. You, like, got this executive, <laughs> like, she was running And she was badass, you yeah, know? she was running And, you know, and she had, there was that one episode... Because you had a lot of characters, a lot of characters in Buffy and in Angel, they're like like the bigger baddies, you know, that are girls are kind of like super feminine. Yeah. Super like, you know, Buffy. Yeah. Super well, feminine. That was all that. Lila was just sexy as hell. I yeah. mean, the character. But she Lila wasn't was like just... feminine. She was like, she would boss. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Boss. Like she would and, and did flat kill yeah, people, just you know, just boss. as a, you know. And there's, uh, oh, this is what we get to. There's that episode, you know, again, where she is like this really strong female character you know that mm-hmm. just like doesn't take shit from anybody and there was that one dude who was like the like if he touched somebody like uh like if he touched like a if you touched a man that like they would like start like trying to kill the woman that was in the room you remember that one like it was this whole deal where it was like because that was a whole deal that like he got a hold of wesley and wesley went after fred Oh, okay. Do you remember? Yeah. And the whole thing is, is that this guy basically did that to Lila, and like one of the other executives absolutely beat the crap out of her. And then at the end of the episode, when they're she, you know, it's one of those things where they're trying to get him on a plane to get him out of, you know, Wolfram and Hart's trying to get him because he was related to somebody high up or whatever. Yeah. And Lila shows up and shoot and kills him, and she's like bloodied and everything, and it's just one of those things where it's just like. It's, it's basically her taking the power back of like I I I'm not gonna let you get away with this right you know, type stuff you know and uh, that and it, but again that was the whole like at the end of that episode when Wesley is like locked himself in his room and Fred's trying to talk to him you know saying it's not your fault you weren't in control you didn't you weren't trying to hurt me you know and he just he can't deal with it you know and it's just they dealt with so many stuff so much stuff like that you know and oh. okay Anne is another one of those you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. that appears in season two of buffy and she was calling herself like chantreuse or something i forget what it was she has some weird name though it's they, a they, new name yeah it was one of those things where it was like she was like one of the talking about like they, they were like this basically the cult of the vampires you know where they were like oh you know the the, the what was it, the lonely what they call uh, them the 
I don't the, remember what they're called. They called them something. It was like the ones that walk at night or is this whole deal. And yeah. then Spike yeah. is like, all right, fine. You know, you want to, you know, sorry. And of course, then the, the realization of all this starts coming in. And then she runs to away and she's in Chicago. And that's when Buffy ran away after season two. Was she in Chicago? Yes. I thought they were in LA for some reason. They were just outside of LA. Well, the thing with it is that Buffy, after season two, ran away to Chicago. Did she run away? Yeah, to it was Chicago is where she went to. If I remember, I think so because I was watching the I episode. You, you said know what's something funny about is it. I can't think of the. Maybe the, she did go. And I've what, been no, to California quite to a few times, or I've been to California once, and I just understand like the traffic that they have in California because you know how they talk about in Buffy like. As if the high school is very far from right. the rest of their houses. Well, They're like, that's an hour away. The, the funny thing about like that where is what how is L.A. an hour away? Where do you live? I know. Well, Sunny Sunnydale, of course, is not a real. I think it's supposed to be. Is it Santa no, Monica? Is it Santa Monica? I think is supposed to be like kind of like what Buffy. Like, oh, what, is it? What what? I'm Sunnydale trying to like. Is. I was trying to map of where it technically because like the high school is literally right there. I know. Well, you know, in the first in the first season, like the first episode of the first season. You know, she says she asked Cordelia about you know where's the bad part of town. She's like about half a mile from the the, the good part of town, or, right. or a block from the the good part of town. Right. And they talk about you know like oh yeah, it's just you know this is one school town, one this body. There's one road, there's one major road. Where but then as time goes on, all of a sudden they have a you know, they have a college and they have a, you know a beach and they have all That's this stuff. And it's like <laughs> is like at the very beginning they're like they it's made a it small seem town. Like yeah. Buffy, when she went to L.A., they made it seem like she was out of town, right? Like four right. or five hours right. away. And I'm thinking okay. If you're four or five hours, I mean, you're still in California. I right. Get that, but then, like, I know the high school is literally downtown. I know. But what I was saying, so Buffy runs away and she starts going by her middle name, which was Anne. Anne. And she runs into that the girl, girl and she had another name then and she said, You don't recognize Lily. me. Lily. Yes, Lily, that's right. And she's like, You don't remember me. I was going by whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then when she leaves, she says, Anne. I think I'll, I'll go by Anne now. Mm-hmm. And then she shows up in Angel. Because she was one of Gunn's friends. I didn't remember that. Yeah, because remember, she's the one that's got the. Um, um, she runs the she runs the the homeless shelter. <gasps> that's Anne. That's that character who she goes. I mean, it's one of those things. She's only in like the first couple of seasons of Buff of Angel, like on and off. Yeah. But then she shows up at the very like she's in the last episode because whenever they're like go have a last day, and Gunn goes back to the old neighborhood. Yeah, and she's and Anne's. She's like, "Hey, hadn't seen you around here." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And she's like, "Yeah, we've got so many donations. I need some help." Bro, that and, is such a Mike yeah, character. I, I know, and it's one of those things where, and that's one of the great things about Buffy is that a lot of like characters don't get lost necessarily. Right. You know, it, it's a weird little. Got to explain you know, it's like it out somewhere. Jonathan, okay, Jonathan was like all through the first three seasons of Buffy. Yeah, and then he comes back in season six as you know the trio. Yeah, as the part of the trio. Or he, but he has that great episode in season four where he's cast uh, that spell where he's like, he's like Mr. Superstar, you know. You know what's wild <laughs> is I watch the episodes. I almost look out for Jonathan because he's yeah. in a lot of like a lot of the. I, I don't. I think he is in season one, but I'm not hundred percent sure which episode I'm thinking of. But then like later on, you see he's in the back of that party of the the mask, the one right. The, well, when in season three after. Cordelia comes back to school after she's had her accident when they yeah. caught, you know, and Harmony was like, hey, I found you a new boyfriend. That's Jonathan yep. sitting on the, yep. you know, yep. and, and then, then the shooting episode. Yes, which 
let's talk about that real quick. There were two episodes of Buffy that had the misfortune of hap of of they were supposed to air right after Columbine happened. One of them was mm-hmm. Earshot, which is the one where they think there's going to be a school shooter, but come to find out, Jonathan's going to kill himself at school because yeah. nobody knows who he is. And then the the graduation day part two, they wound up they wound up pushing both of them. Like Earshot didn't even come on until like September. Like it, it was one of those things that they when they when they showed that episode because it was like the fourth from the end of the se- of the season, yeah. it was completely just like okay, we're going to finally put this on. But they pushed the second part of graduation day part two or the graduation part two. They pushed it to July because. Columbine had just happened a year, like a, a month prior. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and you know, and if you remember, because you're in th- in season three, and you'll get there soon. In earshot, Oz makes a joke because they're talking about a school shooter, and he says something about, "Yeah, you know, it seems like it's, it's the oh so trendy thing to do these days, or something like that." Of course, this was all shot before that happened. You know, it was kind of one of those like, "Oh wow!" And so they pushed that episode completely into September. You know, like right before the the uh, the, the season four premiere, they actually aired it. But I yeah, it just because and the whole deal with with the 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 finale is because you know they blow up the school and all yeah, this kind of yeah, stuff, and yeah. so they're like, "Hey, this you is a little it's too a little too yeah, close to the nose." Yeah, and uh, but yeah, and and that's another thing you see, Jonathan in in that episode, you know, Harmony dies in that episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I love Empire Harmony. My God. Some when she's, a, <laughs> when she's when a wolf from in heart. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking about when she's in the bedroom with Cordelia. Yeah. And she's like, hey. Oh yeah. And she's like, <laughs> she and thinks Cordelia's that she's going, like, she, she thinks that she's a lesbian. And come yeah. To find like, <laughs> what are you doing in here? She's like, I, I just can't take anymore. I can't resist it anymore. <laughs> uh, it's okay. And it's like, no, I thought you'd be afraid. No, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. I know, it's I like, know. It's, oh. it's so, and, <laughs> and then whenever she comes back to Sunnydale mm-hmm. and she's all like, I'm your, she was like, what? She's like, I'm your nemesis. She's like, you're my nemesis. It's like, I didn't even know you had a nemesis. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then again, like whenever they take over Wolfram and Hart in season five of Angel and, She's mm-hmm. Angel's secretary, you know, and it's she and, made and a great secretary. You I love, like, you know what? Yeah, that's her character over on Buffy. God, they just yeah. get better over on the Angel. Well, Buffy. you know, again, at the very end of that first episode, whenever Spike comes back, mm. oh, and then she oh, Bonnie Bear. Oh, 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 yes. Oh my God. Them together again. I know. I know. I know. So cute. And then she, she had her own episode. Yes. Remember, and and mm-hmm. the whole where she was basically had been framed for killing somebody that she didn't. You know, yeah. because, yeah, and, and the way that, again, it kind of was kind of like the Zeppo in a lot of ways, where her character, her, her... You gotta get to know what she's doing. Yeah, and know? it's all happening outside of this big meeting that's supposed to be happening, and she winds up killing this other vampire, like, right in the middle of the table, and they're like, she's like, I'm being fired. They're like, no, actually, uh... This, that actually this pretty, helped that, resolve Yeah, helped issue. resolve, yeah, because they, they, they prefer to have a sacrifice for the, you know, whatever. It was just like, okay. But it is one of those you things where, things. where you know, Angels, he's like, why didn't you come to us and tell us this? Like, it was kind of one of those, you, if you're going to be here, you have to, yeah, you have to trust. And then when she gets involved with, uh, Hamilton, that's the guy's name, Hamilton. Uh, if later, you know, and it's a whole like, again in the in this in the season or the series finale. Whenever Angel and Hamilton are getting ready to have 
the fight. Yeah. And she's like, uh, hey, uh, since I don't work here anymore, can I have a, you know, a, a letter of recommendation? She's like, sure, no problem. <laughs> she goes, well, if this doesn't go quite the way that it's already on your desk. Oh, thanks. You're the best. Um, good luck. <laughs> and then she's gone. <laughs> it's like such a harmony way to do things. You know? I feel that, though. I feel that. That's what I would... <laughs> and also the, the whole thing whenever like he tell Angel tells her to go like keep Hamilton mm-hmm. um uh you know like keep him busy and he's like you betrayed me and she's like only because you didn't trust me and she's like you're always betraying me <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's what you do it's like bad guy. Bad. <laughs> I I love I love Harmony that is one of those characters like one of the, and again she didn't need to be on everything I hated her before she became a vampire like because she was just she was. I mean, you had to hate bitchy her. Bitchy high school girl, you know. I mean, that was, was the way they wrote her. Exactly, you know. And it was like she wanted to be Cordelia, but she wasn't Cordelia, and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff. So then, when all the rest of it happened, you know, it's like, oh no, I, I'm all for vampire harmony. This is so much better. <laughs> and the whole thing, whenever her and Spike are together, and he's got her role playing as Buffy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It really shows you how messed up Spike is. So you think robot Buffy, cosplay Buffy. Well, what's so funny is that when Buffy catches him, she's like, is that my sweater? Let me explain. I can't explain. It's, it's those moments that are so great in the show. That's that why I like Spike so much more. Yeah. It's that... It's that it, I guess you, I'm. I would like a man to be obsessed with me like that. Come on now. I guess you want a robot version of me. That's cute. I I like Angel so much because in some ways, yeah, when I was a, a a young broody man, you know, <laughs> were I, you like, that type? I, you were the, I you were the angel type. I, kind, There's I mean, always the two types. That's why you have I them. Kind of. I kind of was. I was always. I was always in my own head, brooding about something. You Distant know. And, brood. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, I'm not that any longer. But, but it's just one of those things. It's funny because, like, yeah, I could I could see myself in that, myself in that character a little bit for mm-hmm. a younger my, me. Probably became more of a Xander over time, you know, where it was like, <laughs> no, I really am just a geeky guy that, you yeah, know, you yeah. Know. But you know, the thing about Xander is that. He really is kind of a shitty person. Yeah, straight of times. up. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that he's just he is straight up a shitty person. Shitty, an you know, idiot, all of it. He's man. the whole reason for for you know the once more with feeling episode. He's the one. Yeah, that I that, remember you know, when they were they assumed it was Don the whole yeah, I know. time, well, and then he's sense. just like, "Do it was I me. have to go to you? Yeah, I, do I have to be your bride? Right, right. You know, and again, no, we'll let this go. It, but he was he was given a pass several times on stuff like that. You know, it's like no people died. Because it of just this, shows, I mean, you know, like, it, it really shows you, like, how much of a troublemaker, like, he really is for the group. Because, like, look at all the girlfriends he's had, yeah. in, including Anya. I mean, like, he always right. goes for the demons, he always goes, he for has the a type, he has a type. You know, the nice. only, I think, the only one that wasn't non demon was probably Faith. She's yeah, but she was still a bad girl. She's a slayer. Though. I mean, she was the bad slayer. Though. Yeah, she's just the bad slayer. So, like, when I used to do my radio show, I had some some um, um, some dialogue drops that I used to use, and one of them was from when when Faith comes back to Sunnydale, and she's like, "Are you the good slayer now? Or, or am I the good slayer? Or are you the bad slayer now? Am I the good slayer now?" It's like <laughs> so her. Oh my gosh, yo, Faith. 
some of the some of the episodes with Faith, like I feel like her character really should have should have been more. There should have been more to right. her. There was so much they, more potential for her. There but was a there was whole some lot liners. more. She had some one liners that were just like great. Well, again with Faith, um, a character that grew so much. Absolutely. You know, she comes in as this just like this force of nature, basically. Mm-hmm. You like, know, I'm this bad. Yeah, and you know all that kind of I just stuff. And, love it. And then you know. She goes completely, you know, she teams up with the mayor. Yes. And then, and then she's in a coma for a while, and then she comes back, and she switches bodies with Buffy. One of the top favorites. Yeah, episodes. and then and causes all kinds of problems there. Absolutely. And then goes to Angel, mm. and, you know, she's wanted for murder over there, you know, that kind of stuff. And I love, and again, I didn't finish reading all of the Angel and Faith comics. So oh, I haven't finished them. But I love the fact that Angel looked at her and said, "We can't give up on this yeah. per- on this person whatsoever," and fought for her and fought for her and fought for her and got her to do the right thing, where she turned herself in. Mm-hmm. You know, and then whenever she broke out because things are going sideways. You know, that's when yeah. I ran jealous and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And then went back over and all that. And then when you get into the comics and the two of them were working together and they never once tried to make anything romantic between them. It was just... No, it's just a It's like, no, they are friends. Respect. Yes, like. absolutely. They, they were friends. They loved each other as yeah. friends. But that was it. See, and that's one even, of the things... Even when all that stuff happened with the episode where she was trying to, like, seduce him, whether or right. not... It didn't really show whether or not they got together. Mm-hmm. It alluded to it, which my roommate actually and I had a I know conversation it to about it. it. If he would have done the things that he did with Faith, mm-hmm. would he have lost soul? No, because no, he didn't love but, her. Right. So it, it, he could have. Right. And that's why she was so upset. Buffy was upset at the end of the episode. Like, oh, I didn't know you would go that far into this. Right. Yeah. So I was it's, like, are you talking about did they sleep together? I don't think they did, though. I mean, that's a... Because it, like, it definitely alluded to it. It, it kind of... There, there is... There, it does. It does. I don't think... Personally, I don't think they did. I think it was one of those things of... Again, talking about faith, mm-hmm. trying so hard to fill that role. F- yeah, and so she would try to use sex to get Angel to, you know, like, oh, well, this is another way to get at Buffy or or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, type stuff. I just don't see Angel and jealous. Yes, Angel, no, you know, that's uh, yeah to do the whole right. full on acting thing. Right, yeah, I agree. And so it's just kind of one of those because again, it's. Buffy came to town to get her because of all the problems that she had called. You know, again, mm-hmm. she killed somebody. Yeah. You know, even though it was unintentional, she still killed somebody. It and then, regardless. Yeah, and then she went full and killed other people intentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was a. She was out of control for a long period of time. Of course, the two of them just became oil and water after a while. Uh, you know, as exes become sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going back to that. But it was still one of those things where, like, the, the redemption arc of her, and then I I did, I love that dynamic between her and Angel of just, hey, we're, we're friends. We are, you know, we're confidants and that kind of, but there's nothing, there's, yeah. there's no sexual tension here. There's no, that's never going to happen, you know, type thing. Um, and so I, I love that with them. Uh, again, faith. I love Faith. I love it. I mean, so that does. Just, she she is. I mean, top tier, 
top, top tier. tier. She's a she honey. So like in my wheelhouse. A <laughs> Have you seen the the show that uh, Eliza Dusku was in afterwards? Dollhouse. Dollhouse was an interesting show. Uh, was also, <laughs> did you ever watch True Calling? Yeah, you know, of course I did. One, I had to. Know? Yeah. She kind of dropped off the face of the earth. I know she's doing a lot of charity work and stuff now. Like, that's what she kind of, after after the fact. And uh, Do you want to get into uh, the allegations? Oh, man. Are we? Are we going to? I guess so. We kind of need to okay. because... I thought... I didn't know if we were going to avoid it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things that... Because talking about charisma so much, I was Charisma. Like, you know, I remember... I, I don't want to get too political or anything right. whatsoever, but I know when I really fell into the whole weed and verse of it all, you know, and every once in a while I would read something somebody would write about, like, you know, Joss Whedon proposes or possesses himself out as he calls himself a male feminist and he does this, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. But then you look at, like, some of the things that he does to the women in his shows. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Rewatching it, I you, Inara primary. I mean, a primary example of of on Firefly. You know, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's great that you want to make a sex worker uh, like, oh no, this is legit business. You can go into that, but they they treat her terribly, especially her and Mal. You know, for like yeah, some of the stuff no, he 100%. says to her, and, and like I was like, that's wow not for, for for you talking about wanting to empower women. Th- this is man, this is really not doing anything good here um one of the tell things that i uh now that i'm re-watching the episodes and now that all that's come out um is with how he's written the dynamic between faith and the mayor mm-hmm. me watching that and going, oh there's a oh, that's yeah, definitely, serious you, you, it's power dynamic there it's, yeah it's awkwardly well you know she calls charged, him, but at the same time he's doing that whole daddy role him, she calls him sugar daddy yeah like he's doing this whole daddy yeah, role and it's like uh, and then to immediately in that same sense bring Wesley and the whole Cordelia thing right. together again it's kind of like okay right. first of all you didn't state now, the fact that she's 18 not until the not until, until I, prom oh, night or whatever it, it is prom like, prom god then, she's yeah, 18 okay. go for it yeah I know I yeah. know and nobody should have been oh I know no I know I know now granted come on now you know granted charisma carpenter didn't look like she was 18 yeah but that's not the point you said this at a high school this is I know, a high school and wesley is a you're gonna assume 30 oh yeah at absolutely the minimum absolutely so. and yeah and there and there's several things like that but as time wore on i remember reading quite a few articles about charisma carpenter's departure from angel hmm up front, and it was always one of those things. Where I was like, "There's more to this story," because it was the whole thing. You know, she got pregnant, right? Without telling, like, didn't say, "Hey, I'm, we're we're wanting to have a kid." You know, she was married you know, at the time, you know, kind of stuff. And it was like, okay. And so it was one of those things that they had to write that into the thing. And right. there had been rumors for a while that there was some kind of contentious whatever. But the, the, what was so weird is like, even with like the like, you know, I've got the the Buffy box set up here, the Chosen collection. Right. And there is a, you know, a meeting, you know, like where they're sitting down, like, talking, you know, um, with several of the, the, the cast members and stuff. And and she's all like, yeah, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And, but it, it's just, they, I don't know, there was always just something weird about it. Like, there there was, there were, there were always some, some rumors around about this was, she basically was punished. You know, it was a, you didn't tell me you were you were 
going to get pregnant and so they <laughs> basically like yeah the plan or not yeah and but and then they like they basically pushed her off the show you know and so when all of this stuff started coming about when when his ex-wife wrote that article a few years ago right again this is unsubstantiated but there was a there was a point in that this letter that that she published, you know, that he had written her after they got divorced, where he talked about an affair that he had with oh. this with this uh, aggressive young woman, you know, whatever type stuff. And so immediately, you immediately thought of her. No, it's Elisha Duskew. Oh, immediately really? that was where oh, I went to. I can see that. And then I was, and then it was like, I, and, and that was where my my was one true calling written by Joss Whedon. No, but Dollhouse was. Dollhouse was. Uh huh. And I remember reading an article again. I seen an interview with her where, before Walt Dollhouse was released, where she said, you know, yeah, you know, I had gone to dinner with Joss and we were talking. He said, you know, I wish that you were doing something better, you know, doing something more with your career. And she's like, well, why don't you write me something or whatever? And I was like, that's kind of a, I mean, I understand that you become close with people. And, you know, but just, you just but that's, write a whole show for Yeah, somebody? that's kind of a thing. And then, again, and then what the show is about. And then you go back to the, yeah, exactly. And what the show's about, you go back to that, the mayor and faith dynamic again. He sees her that, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, too. now again, this is completely unsubstantiated, Ooh. but even All that allegedly. was immediately where my mind went to. And then as, as I'm reading this article, I think it was in Variety, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. we're talking about it. the person writing it went down. He's like, it, it had to be her. Like, this right. makes perfect sense of. Now, in the meantime, I don't know if you saw or not, Elijah Duskew has come out and talked about being sexually abused when she was young. Because, you know, she was in uh, True Lies with um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like when she was young. Okay. She played his daughter, and she talks about being sexually abused by, um, I think it was a stunt coordinator or something that was on there, you know, and it's like people act out, you know, when this right. stuff happens, you know, I mean, it's, I, we've all known people that right. have long lasting repercussions from stuff that happens to them when, they're, when it's young, when they're young, you know. And um, so I don't know. That's but that was where, like I said, it was immediately where my mind went to. And then the person writing the article went there also. And I was like, I bet I could see. I bet it was. Um, I think that the. I don't know. I mean, there, there's been so much. There is a new book. What has Sarah said about anything? Has she said anything? She has, but she I feel like hasn't. she would be the, on, the I, you one know, person. You know, the only person who hasn't said anything about the working David conditions. Uh, well, yeah, everybody else, everybody has except for um, uh, Allison Hannigan. She's the only one that hasn't come out and said something. Interesting. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller never went and hasn't gone into any details about on set, you know, what happened or anything, but she said that there were definitely things that happened that would not be tolerated. You know, the most damning one, though, was uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah. Where she said no. that, you know, it was a situation where she was not allowed to be alone with Joss Whedon. Yeah. At, yeah. Any, at any point. And it was like, wow, that is. That's. Yeah. You know, and again, at this point, they're all allegations. We don't know. I know. It's but so disappointing again, because again, watching all of his stuff growing up, you don't want to. F- I know. It. I know. And that's. You don't want to believe it. I remember, again, I remember when all this stuff really started coming out a couple of years ago. Mm hmm. 
you know, he's got a. Um, did you have you did you watch the Nevers? On no, Max. I haven't. Seen okay, it that's yet. one of his, that's like the show he was working on when all this stuff happened. Oh, is it? It's really good too. Uh, again, there's especially it came out right as all this stuff was coming out, and it was like I'm seeing the same shit here that I've seen on all of his other shows. The way that he treats women. treats women in some ways, because again, this show is about it's set in Victorian England, right. and basically all these women all of a sudden manifest powers, and of course, you know, there's dynamics in parliament are trying to like you know get control of them and and all this kind of stuff and and they're kind of outcasts now and it's like they really treat some of the characters in that show were kind of treated not so well and i'm like i even even with the time frame you know obviously you know yeah obviously and you know 17th or 19th century England women didn't have the best life is especially right. what they do now and that kind of stuff but it's still one of those things where it's like you didn't have to do this you, you know and, and also the fact it's on HBO so there's a shit ton of nudity in it and it's like I I get it you know it's like I get it you get to play with all the all the toys no pun intended but it's still right. one of those things where it's like some I am I don't have a problem with nudity and or sex and show and whatever but Sometimes, and I know it's a show that you love, Euphoria. I can't watch that oh, show because it is buddy. so cringy. Is it cringy? It's it's just so over the top. Is the problem? It's over you know? the top. <clears throat> let me let me. <laughs> now we're getting a Euphoria. We talk, should do so. <laughs> Euphoria. I only watched the first season. I, I watched the first season. I liked I, it. I got about two episodes into the second one. I'm like, honestly, I'm out. this is uh, other than. You know what? There was actually nothing other than the outfits that make it actually outrageous to me. Really? In comparison to what I lived in my childhood. Okay. And well, growing it, up in high school and middle yeah. school and stuff, like, yeah, sure, it's slightly over-exaggerated when it's like, oh, there might be murder or something right, like right. that. And, like, I didn't, you know, that's not a thing. But the, the excessive drugs, the excessive right. sex use, right. the, everything else, the... Yeah, I know you millennials are 12, 13, 14 year olds <laughs> oh, going know. out, meeting up at hotels with strange men. Like, like, that's, that's, I, I mean, I can't imagine again, what the that's mo- a, that's generation right now is living. Right. If I lived that in my youth and my mom before her, she's right. told me back in the 80s, you know, that's, there was, you see that. But there was, there was extreme circumstances. Maybe it's, you know, all in one, but honestly, was, the only thing that's dramatic in that show is the outfits. Right. The, the, the whole, you know, again, that it's a generational thing. I mean, that's, you know, uh, um, it's a very, it's a shock factor kind of show, but there honestly, is that this too, is the kind so. of realistic shock factor yeah. that parents That's, and that's the thing is that I have, there have been many, sh- like, there are many shows that I have watched, like, I really enjoyed Game of Thrones. Okay? So did I. But there is a there is one scene in an episode in season two that in oh. the brothel where the one woman is the, the two women are having sex and Littlefinger is basically directing oh. them on how to like. Yeah. And I'm like, this has no bearing on this show whatsoever, other than really the fact that they're like, put this in let's here. just put this in. I know, and I'm like that. I don't have a problem with anything else in in that well. For the most part, I don't have a problem with anything else in that series, but that one that one shot like has, has stayed with me. Just, I'm like it did, it had no point whatsoever. The, the fact it's like we're on HBO, we can do this. You know, it's <laughs> we need to set the dynamic. Yeah, what I know, and so what the sex for what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you could see it. Yeah, I know. It. A, you know, that's a. 
I, like I said, I watched the first two episodes of the second season of Euphoria, and I love the way the first the, the first season opens up. Yes, with the grandma. Yes, <laughs> so, so his grandma 100%. was a motherfucking G. And it's like, but again, what that leads into is yeah. a little like, hey, you know, you could have done this a little subtler without actually having the big flopping penis and, and, and everything, you know. Again, I don't care about male, male nudity. It doesn't bother me, whatever. But I'm just like, this was really, it's like, hey, we're HBO. We can do this. It seems like, you know. I think like, that's what, you know? really, really what it is. Yeah. It's, it's because it's on HBO or Showtime or whatever, those right. kinds of shows. It's like, yeah, we, 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 we're allowed to have this many dicks. And so this we're going to do it, exactly. Boobs, and this is right. what we're going to put in it because we're allowed to do it. Right. Getting back to the nevers is kind of like that, you know, where it's like, oh yeah, there's like, not really graphic sex, but there's there's, there's sex scenes in almost every episode, and especially the lead the lead actor. That's True Blood for you too. I and again, I fell off a of True Blood after the second season. I was just be like, be glad uh, you did. I heard it got really when bad it was on air. Uh-huh. I watched the first two seasons, really liked right, the show, too. but then I got I was in school or something, so like life, you know, right. So I didn't watch so much television. Then I went back this previous year and finished watching it mm-hmm. and then was like wow the unnecessary amount of sex yeah and i towards get vampires end, and you know towards the end and you know in the books mm-hmm. it's not like that the yeah Sookie i have story books, so, my yeah. uh charlene harris i think is right. who writes them um my mom read them and my sister read them before true blood was really big big right and then have you read any of the anita blake books I have not, but okay. I heard about them. That was of the people I read. Like when they did, they did comic adaptations. Marvel did back in the mid two thousands, sometime. And I read those, and like I remember picking up, like going to a used bookstore and picking up the first couple of books, and then Anita Blake, and I started reading. And the woman that was that owned the place, she was like, "Oh yeah, you know." She's like, "I've read all these." She's like, "These are really good until you get to the fourth book." And she's like, and it's pretty much just porn from there on out. <laughs> because there's a character that like everybody wanted to see her get with that once they do, it's just like, okay, here's all the graphic stuff. All you the need. stuff you wanted. <laughs> it's like the fanfic maybe, you wanted, we're going to have it maybe now. didn't need that. You know, it's. <laughs> I honestly did not. And again, don't get me wrong. It. I'm not a prude, okay? But I'm just like. No, I get you. Just, you know, sometimes there's an unnecessary. Right. When I watched True Blood, that was yeah. like unnecessary. Like I said, I love those first two seasons. I thought those first two seasons just were keep amazing. That with you. And don't I started watching watch the third, and I got about three or four episodes in. I was like, you know what? I don't care about any of these characters anymore. I hate all of them. <laughs> just I mean, like <laughs> Bill himself. Like I didn't really care. Yeah. I don't. I, he was I don't the least, do the, he was the least interesting character out of all of them. Dark broody types yeah. of any show, honestly. Right. You do the dark broody type, and now it's, you know, going back to the whole Buffy thing. Buffy, I think, started. I wrote a essay in college about this. I think Buffy is what started so many like cliche art like characters mm-hmm. in for like other stories like you got supernatural and stuff like that so yeah. like you're gonna Absolutely. always have you either have the blonde bad boy or you have the right dark well that's tall, dark and, handsome man and we can get into that too so like the basically the legacy of buffy you right know, like you say you're right you know you get supernatural comes out after that uh you get um any the Vampire of Diaries. Vampire Diaries. The Vampire Diaries. Uh, Twilight comes out after Twilight. That. Oh yeah, the big you know, broody. You know that, and you know, that's again, you know, that's 
you, you can you can and it's not and not, even things like honestly even it's not just where it stays in the genre of no that no, kind of supernatural no. but it's like the superhero shows like Arrow things like that you see the you same formulas I have not I love Riverdale. Riverdale I love Riverdale I watched I mean I read the Archie comics growing oh, yeah. up well this is this is the dark broody version of, of Riverdale okay of Archie comics okay but there is, I watch that show sometimes and I'm like oh yeah somebody watched a lot of Buffy oh were the formulas yeah. it just the way that the way that, that makes it's, me want to watch it. It really honestly. is a good show. I, I would, I would. It's funny because it's in season five now. I think the five or six. It's still going on. Yeah, oh, and wow. I just watched a new episode this morning. Oh. Um, but it's it's funny because like the first few ep- the first few seasons are like just. It's kind of a you know that it's a darker version. It, it's kind of a lot of people had, had compared it to like it's like if you took Twin Peaks and like Dawson's Creek and smashed them together, and it's okay. really kind of true because you know that kind of stuff, but. It, it stayed pretty grounded. Okay, you know, it's like yeah, you would get like serial killers or this or that or whatever, but it was always a, this season. It went straight up supernatural. Of really? like all of a sudden there's there's witches and there's you know all this kind <laughs> oh, of stuff. God. And it's kind of one of those things. There have been there had been like theories for a while. There's just one character, Cheryl Blossom, who I love, and she is. And it's always everybody's kind of been like she's a witch, right? Like no, seriously, she's a witch. This is and then and then. In this season, all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, she comes from a a line of witches, a long line and of it's witches yeah, and all this kind of stuff, and it's just like, uh, and the whole thing of the Sabrina, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You know, yeah, the, I haven't seen that. That's either. in the same. That's she same universe. Sabrina wound up on Riverdale. Oh, see, I like last, it when they this cross last over season. Like yeah, that. that's nice. So, it's, but it's one of those things. That, yeah, it's the same universe because Greendale, where she lives, right. is like. Like next county over from Riverdale, and like <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and name. so oh my god. Yeah, and and of course you know the whole thing is that Sabrina the Teenage Witch is was a Archie Comics character, you know all this kind of stuff. So yeah, there was always this. You know, it's I there, didn't but think it's about you know. That, but I just realized that that was they both were comics. Yeah, they, and they were both Archie. The they were in the Archie comics, you know. So yeah, nothing so will it, beat the original Sabrina. I can oh, tell well, you, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart has my heart. I watched some of it. Back then, you know, it was but, my age. Oh, yeah, it was be- that, definitely so. that was definitely in your age at the time. I was definitely too old to be watching that show. <laughs> it's okay, uh, you didn't care for it. I was the. It was all right. No, I mean, like I, I, I would watch it. You know, like, that if, talking if, cat. If, oh, I know Salem. Yeah, uh, but it's which was one of the things I loved in the last season of the Netflix The Chilling Adventures. They well, have him in it. Oh, did you not have you not watched it? Not even a little bit. Oh, you got to watch it. When 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 Riverdale and oh, no, 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 Sabrina no. thing came out, it came out. I saw it at Spirit like all the stuff was You saw, have to watch The Chilling Adventures of, te- of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I right, I'm it. telling you you have to We got to write it, this it down again. the frame. It it, it again is very much Sabrina. in the you can draw a line back to Buffy. Oh, Real. I mean, oh my God. And there is a there is an episode in the in the fourth season, which is the last season of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, where she has this whole reality bend thing where she winds up on the set of the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch and it's the original actors are all there, including Salem. and it's funny and it's funny because in the thing they're acknowledging that it's a tv show right you know and like they're they're like they're like oh yeah blah 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 and they're doing all the stuff and then all of a sudden they'll be like okay cut and then they're just like they're the actors (laughs) it's really great it's a great meta thing um and but yeah totally not that show (laughs) this show is like people die 
they really lean into the Satanism of it all. (laughs) Oh, my God. I remember watching that first season going like, wow, they're really going there. Like, they are going there with this. It's such a good show. Such a I'm good gonna show. start watching. And again, it's only like I think it's like 11 episodes per season or something. Oh, that's like not that. bad at all. And of course, you got your love triangles with your, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. it's really good. Every it's, trope. It's really good. So, um, Buffy, you know, th- there there's been talks of rebooting it a few times. I know they rebooted it in the comics. Um, yeah. But there's, you know, there. Well, there's something I just heard recently about it. That people have been talking about maybe Zendaya playing Buffy. They just said something. There was something on Facebook about it, and that you know, I like that idea because I mean, why not? You have the potential slayers, all of them. All of them. Yeah, I know. You're woken up, so like you, you have every opportunity, and you don't even have to have Sarah in it. No, just don't screw it up like you did with Charmed, because like I didn't even want this. See, I never watched Charmed. Uh, Oh, I grew up watching Charmed and Buffy at the same time. Yeah, I know. And uh, so whenever they said they were rebooting that one, I was like, I don't, I don't, don't care. I didn't watch it. So. No offense to whoever, but yeah. Oh, and, and most of the reboots are not the first episode. The first episode of the reboot, like it almost mansplained, oh, God. like what I the charmed ones are. General. And I'm like, yeah. well, did you really not? So we're just, we're just, you're gonna explain this all in one episode. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be like, this is Charmed. Yeah, I, I just. Which made me not give a chance to the rest of it. I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, the whole reboot thing. I don't think somebody, I don't think. me in general, uh, uh, because, you know, like, I, I loved the X-Files, okay. And I watched some of the oh, X-Files, I, but see, I didn't that was watching my, it. That was my thing in the 90s, okay. I loved the X-Files. And. When they did the reboot a few years ago, I was fine with it. Yeah. But the X-Files was always, it always hinged on the fact of there's there there could be a conspiracy. Right. Like there, there could be a conspiracy. There always could be. We live in a world now where we know <laughs> that most of For that shit fact. was real. Okay. And so now it's like, no... All this stuff you kept talking about being a cons- that might be a conspiracy, we know yeah. that shit is real, okay? It's is that what they did in the reboot? <laughs> and they did, because it was a whole thing of like, you know, with, with Fox Mulder, of him always being this, they oh, you know, this together, and blah, blah, blah. They? Yeah, they got they, they brought all of them Except back. And, and it was one of those things where he was just like, he was like, not, he was the same character, but he was an older character who had been talking about all these conspiracies for all these years, and then they came true, and he's like, okay, so now what do I do? Right. Because I was right, but it didn't change anything. You know, it just, it, it was kind of that whole. Do you like you know, being right? Because, I mean, that's Yeah, I know. Thing. I know. And that and that's that's something that I have a family member who is very much into all this Always stuff. Always wanting to be right. And, and that also, you know, and will not, and will not. Well, and will not discuss and will that. And will not accept that they are not right about some stuff mm. and it always whenever something doesn't happen that he says it's going to happen i'm like okay so what happened oh well you know the blah 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 he always has an explanation for why it didn't happen you know <laughs> i know some people like yeah that. exactly and i'm like I've, I've many times been like what's more important for you to be right or to be happy because you're not happy now because and, and, and you're not line? right you know it's just like <laughs> right. so i yeah you know it's uh i i if they do something with Buffy, 
I hope they do it the correct way. I think that if th- they, they do something with Buffy, I hope that Zendaya is truly involved with it because mm-hmm. I love her. Okay, I love she's her. Great. <laughs> but I like I see she has a lot that I think she said that she has a lot to do with the euphoria and what's right. like happening in that show right. and trying to keep it like, you know, down as, you know, like relevant or right, so right. to say, you know, just the whole black lead, everything like that. Just I, everything that she does and all the works that she does. I feel like if she's not only just acting in it and she actually has a part in like mm-hmm. writing and stuff like that, there's a guarantee that it's going to be great. Okay. I, that's how I feel, just because what she's doing as far as, like, outside of work for, like, TV shows, like, mm-hmm. philanthropy. And right. Philanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> philanthropy. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> that's, like, oh, I know. you know, you, I that's know. the kind of thing you need to be the lead. Mm-hmm. And if they had a female, you know, run it instead of Joss Whedon, because I don't think Joss Whedon. See, that's my biggest thing is, like, Joss Whedon writing it. You know, you you know, it's guaranteed campy and it's you the know, original, but then at the same time. But you know, they could bring back just the writers, Jana Spencer and Mark right. Knoxon and some of those. You know, like yeah, you know, um, right. Um, and have them come back. And but wouldn't he have to like give them rights? Uh, I don't know because See, that's, well, that's the whole thing. Fox holds the rights to all this stuff. To all of it? Oh yeah, that's the reason. Well, you know, what's funny though is that. Fox owns the rights to Buffy and Angel and Firefly, but all that stuff became Disney when that merger happened. So Disney now owns all of it. And I'll be honest, I don't want to see the Disneyification of Buffy. I was about to say, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about any of this now. Because uh, Disney has done some good things, and they've done some really, really bad things, you know? And so I'm like, uh... Um, you know, there has been rumors of a Firefly reboot. A Firefly reboot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because people have asked for it for so much. And I'm like, part of me really I, I, part of me really wants it, but part of me also says, Oh my god, this could go off the rails so easily. A part of me would and want it, but at the same time I'm like a lot of time has passed. Yes, and I would have been twenty wa- years. I, w- I would have wanted it then. Right. Yeah, Not especially now. you know, like with the same actors. Just why I would Right. Well, you know, when Serenity was released in, was it 2005 or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. which was like three years after the show went off the air. And I think that's a good movie. You know, yeah, I think, it's I think great, that, you know, they think and that also, wrapped it up. And I've got them up here because, you know, again, Joss Whedon went back and told some stories in comic books. You know, right. And like he actually wrote them and that kind of stuff. And I remember when the first ones came out. Just sitting there and like reading them and going, man, I miss these characters so much. And they're being written in their proper voices here. And, you know. Right. And and it was kind of cool that all of them that have been written have been many, like there have been like four or five issues or something like that. You know, so it's not like an ongoing series of things, you know, where you have all multiple people. It's like, no, he wrote this story and this is where it's going to be. So it's kind of not, it's kind of neat to read this stuff and like, oh, okay, this is, it's just piecing like that's, he, he, Tells the story of Shepherd Book, like what where, what he was before he was a shepherd. Right. You know, we finally get that answered. You know, we see what happens after Serenity. Yeah. Like how every how everything's going on, and you come to find out that Zoe was pregnant, and so I didn't know that. Well, that's that. That was the whole thing. Is like that. Obviously, in the the movie, they didn't say anything about it, but that yeah. was one of the things that they that come to find out she was pregnant before Wash died. And so now, by she's, the way, one of the hardest, yeah. one of the hardest. That, 
I oh that was shock factor wise and just him and hurt. him and Shepard both, you know. I yeah. mean just like, oh my god, you know. But yeah, Wash after mm-hmm. going through this huge space battle, having you know hit by an EMP, losing control, gets them down safely. Yeah. And then gone. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Right in front of Zoe, right in front of Mal. You know, I mean, it's just like, oh, um, and then, then and then them having to go and, like, keep fighting. You know, just like, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> we can, we're going to go through all of the Joss stuff re- here. I'm rewatching <laughs> everything in my head right now. I know, I know. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, at last, like, during the, when, two years ago, when everything shut down, I went back and rewatched Firefly for the first oh, time in a while. Oh, you bet. I'm going to, after I rewatch and, um, all this Buffy. I know. And I'm, I'm like, gonna yeah. I'm going to rewatch all and, this. And I've been thinking about going back. Because, again, it's 14, I know I 14 episodes. I Dollhouse again, just so I can be like, this I could is not, suspicious. I could not get into doll, in a Dollhouse. I tried. I only I got tried. into it because there's a show that was kind of a similar premise uh-huh. uh, at the same time it was like Secret Life of a Call Girl which oh yeah Billy, was a Billy Piper, Piper right yeah. that was based on a book like by, by an actual Billy Piper yeah awesome yeah. I love her Doctor Who see oh. I've never been into Doctor Who like uh, there's I, only certain I Doctor Who's can't. there's only certain do- David yeah. Tennant I'll follow him to oh, anywhere yeah. okay. I will follow him to the depths of hell yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like you know Matt Smith has done several things he's recently. good too he's a cool uh, you know he was in Morbius which that movie's terrible but he I was haven't actually seen really it. good I didn't I'm gonna wait till it's on HBO Don't. it's oh it's bad I'm gonna um, watch it just to see um, bad it is. and he was also in um, Last Night in Soho have you seen that movie no I know what's her name Anna Taylor God. Oh. Anya Taylor Joy Anya yes. Taylor I love her yeah let me tell you Anya Taylor Joy mm-hmm. is one of those actors that if you put her in something, it's I will watch it. Yes. Okay, look, New Mutants was not a good movie. Okay, and I wanted it to be because I grew up reading those comic books, you know, like and stuff. Right. But Anya Taylor Joy is Ilyana Rasputin. No ifs, ands, buts about yes. it. And whatever Disney decides they're going to, or Marvel decides they're going to do with those characters, they better damn sure bring her Make back sure as that character. Yes. You know, they can they can scrap everybody else. I don't care, but they better bring her back because she is that character. Uh, and she was great in the in the witch. Oh my god. That, that so when I uh, first saw her, I so I saw the witch and I that was such a a movie. Yeah. <laughs> to watch. I like it and I don't at this it was really it was, see it, I it love all long. those A24 it was very movies. long yeah it was very long and that's why I'm like eh. I get it I get it yeah. but then when it started to like get into it yeah. I was like alright this is good <laughs> and she is She's great so good but then that. watching her in the the Gambit movie not, not, the, not what Gambit, is it called the Queen's, Queen's Gambit, Gambit? I no seen that, that show one. spectacular she was in um well, she's in that new, was it North, uh, Northman or whatever it is, that new Viking oh, movie. Oh, that just came out? Yeah, I haven't seen I that one I want to see it, I've heard, I've heard that it's really good. But what was it? Oh, she was in a movie called um, Thoroughbreds. Hmm. It's her and Olivia Cook. which, did you watch uh, Bates Motel? Nah. Okay. It, oh. Olivia Cook was on that show. No it need was, to watch that show I love, when actually, I watched you know all what? the movies. I know, but you know what? That show was actually, because it's a prequel. Is it? It is. It's, is it actually, it's actually pretty good. It, I, I was, was surprised. So, I was, when that came out, I was like, ah, I, was I don't really, want to ruin a good thing in my brain. I was really surprised with how good it was. And, yeah. and it also has a couple storylines. I'm like, wow, they, they went there. That's I heard. Wow. I heard that it, it, yeah. it got pretty. It gets, it gets pretty incesty. It, yeah, at a certain yeah. point, it's like wow, they they're, yeah. they're going there on A and E. 
This is not like, you know, yeah. premium ca- cable here or anything, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, and, and Olivia Cook was on that. She's been in several other things, too. Another wonderful actor that I will watch anything. She did. But they play, they're like former best friends that okay. Olivia Cook's character is a sociopath. Nice. Like legitimately, like she has no empathy whatsoever for anybody. And it's one of those things like they were, they were friends when they were younger. Now they're in high school. And there was this whole thing with like Olivia Cook's character killed her horse because it broke its leg or whatever. And without hesitation, she just like shot it like and no, no emotion, no nothing, whatever. And so there's kind of been this whole like, uh, and Anya Taylor Joy's character has a, family issues okay and the two of them becoming friends again and all this kind of stuff and it's a good movie okay it's one of those like i did not expect to lie i was like eh, i don't know about this and this is back when movie pass was a thing and so i was going yeah. to the movies all the time where i was like all right fine i'll, I'll go check this out. i like both these actors so i'll go see it came away from it going wow one of the better okay. movies I saw this year, you know. So, okay, okay. Uh, but again, Anya Taylor Joy, if they wanted to bring her into Buffy somehow, oh, I would wonderful. Yeah. I mean, she could be Ooh. any character. Have Ooh. her play Anya, okay? <laughs> it doesn't say. I would like her to be any character that would be like that, like spunky, like fourth wall breaker yeah, kind of character. Yeah. I say, let her be Anya. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That, I, I bet she would knock that out of yeah. the park. You know, dude. Uh, <laughs> See, I would. I don't want them to do like a I don't remake, either. reboot. I, don't I want them to do a continuance. I want. I would right. like to see something where. Buffy wouldn't even be involved. Like no, I wouldn't call. They can it Buffy. talk. They can talk about. Buffy, I wouldn't call. It, I would just know? call it the Vampire Slayer. You know, or something there was like you know. There was a a comic that um like again in the Hell late nineties, early two thousands. It was called Tales of the Tales of the Vampire Slayers. Right. Yeah. That, that was okay. all stories of other Vampire yeah. Slayers so throughout there's history. An omnibus that I have that yeah has, has yeah all yeah, the yeah, story. The, yeah, 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 yeah 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 that's yeah. what I was. Those are really good too. Like yes, some of those they are. They had some so really that good whole writers on those. Would work mm-hmm. and you wouldn't even. I mean, like yeah, sure you could have like a cameo right of her or and any, like her or just any character of any character right. honestly you're right you and can have anybody say, show there's up. the connection right there cool right. and that would honestly that would be literally i wouldn't even ask for more than that no that would be like, fine with just that. one cameo just set it in the universe somewhere in it and right. set in the universe talk about this person be- did willow you? being a megger whatever right. she is like she's important but we we just talk about it we don't ever see her <laughs> did you ever see the um the little sizzle reel that they did for the cartoon there was going to be a Buffy cartoon at one point. Was there? Yes, and it was. Wait, wasn't that? I thought that was fan made. Was it? No, fan-made? no. This I think there is some out there, but there is a there is a they call a sizzle reel. It's like a little two minute deal okay. where they did some animation okay. of what I just saw something recently. Yeah, that was an an. It wasn't the comic thing that we were talking about earlier. No, no, no. This animation is animation. This is from like the. It was after the show was off the air. Okay. Like they, they was one of the things that they really talked, and they didn't get everybody. But like um, Anthony Stewart Head came back, and um, uh, I think Nicholas Brendan did. Of I, course, uh, I know that Sarah Michelle Geller did not. They, you know, she didn't. You've got the video game sitting here, the Chaos Bleeds. She didn't do any of the voices on that stuff. There was somebody no. else. They brought her, the, the woman that did all the the video game stuff. They brought her in as Buffy. Okay. And they got, I mean, I, th- I think Charisma Carpenter did her voice and uh, Allison Hannigan, you know, that kind of stuff. And they did this little like two or three minute deal. And they had, and they even had some outlines of of some shows. You know, like there was going to be an episode where like Buffy shrank. Like, you know, because it's one of those things you can't do that on 
the show basically right, for the but budgets, you but you can do, do that any in cartoon, a comic. right? And so it was it, there was some. It was like they had some interesting ideas. It was going to still be set in high school. It was basically going to be stories that happened in between episodes, where yeah. it was going. It was going to be canon, but it was going to be these stories that. You, you didn't never get every seen, day. You, you didn't know, see yeah. every day that happened. Right, you know? exactly. There was definitely weeks later. Kind absolutely, of yeah, absolutely. And uh, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Happen. Uh, and um, you know, we got the comic books, and they're good, but <laughs> they are. it's not the same. I, I, sometimes I definitely you know? would agree to like if there was something like a spinoff version that would be a good you would be able to have like just all the potential players or even just one potential well you know there was but honestly you wouldn't be able to have one main character like that no you would have to make it about maybe like the witch part of it or whatever the part yeah also as we talk about there was also going to be a it was going to be a bbc it was like a made for television it was going to be a movie that would potentially go into like a bbc series called ripper it was going to be about oh. Giles when he was young. Now that... And it never got off the ground. That would be great. Like, oh, I know. That, I, th- I would love to That's see like the young Pennyworth, Giles. I know. The, the Batman thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm all about... I'm all about I would love Ripper. to see the young Giles. I'm all you know? about it. Mm-hmm. All about seeing him. Mm. Yeah. Of course, you know, it wouldn't have been him. It would have been No, but his playing. character. I know. His I character, know. even if it wasn't Anthony Head, but he was such But, a you know, again, you would have gotten him. You would have gotten Ethan Rain because, you know, they were. Yes, you know, then so, you could see that. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Somebody. So. <laughs> write this. Write this down. Again, you know, we're talking about stuff that's 20 ish years old now that never came to be, <laughs> unfortunately. This makes me so uh, sad. I know, but it's funny how. I forgot it's not 2001 right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me is really glad it's not two thousand. You know, so I, 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 I was I was I was old enough to know what was going on in the world in twenty two thousand one. I'm like I don't know. I don't uh, know what's going on right now. Either. It's okay. I'm stuck somewhere between two thousand one and two thousand three. No, there you go. That's a that's an interesting window. <laughs> I think that's where I stopped listening. Like I don't really listen to much new music and yeah. much newer. It's like uh, well, what is it they say now that's. Um, what is the age? It's like 32 or something like that where you stop listening to new music. Gosh. Like mine, seriously. Mine I mean, was 27. I mean, some so. people, I mean, it, it's very, but they're, they're like on the average. Like the yeah, average person stops is. listening to new music when they're 32. Back in my day. Which, I'm a lot closer to 50 than I'd like to talk about. <laughs> and it's, it's one okay. of those things where like every once in a while I'll, I will hear something new. Yeah. That I'm like, okay, I, I really like this. Um, about 10 years ago, I really started, I, I really enjoyed a lot of the pop music that was out at the time. You know, like the Kesha's and Lady Gaga's and stuff like okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like all that stuff kind of, I was like, okay, I, I'm, you know, and as well as a lot of other people. And I was like, okay, I'm, I can I can go for this. I, this is, it is what it is. You know, it is, it just, you, you accept it for that. But as far as like rock music, I haven't listened to any new rock music in there's nothing decades, you know, in particular a- that stands out to me. I know that there's like I enjoy that they have like the genres spread out from like rock and metal that right. I like to do, like the screamo bands right. and stuff like that. I definitely like some Bring Me the Horizon and Asking Alexandria. So mm-hmm. that's I have definitely, no idea who either one of those are. That's okay. <laughs> I'll be honest, like that's the last definitely mid two thousand. The last like or to me, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was like early I really, I really enjoyed like those first two My Chemical Romance albums. 
I guess I should say the second. Oh, so that's new. The first one I didn't. I I know that what the um, not the Black Parade. What was one prior to that? Because um, I know that they had an album previously to um, the one that had I'm not okay. Um, oh, the uh, something uh, whatever. Uh, I there was an album prior to that, like I'm it was not like their the debut or whatever. MCR yeah, but it's like I really enjoyed those two albums, but I didn't right. like anything else beyond that. Muse was kind of that same way. Like I really enjoyed a couple of their albums, and then I just kind of fell off with didn't them. Listen to Muse. Um, uh, I definitely listened to the Used. The Used. Oh, that's a whole different. That's, thing, that's a that's a that's, that's a whole like, different thing. Gonna, yeah, I know. That's what um, my roommate says too. Is, that's different. But yeah. Like, um, okay. Well, in that age range, I was listening to more of Panic of the Disco than I was MCR. See, I never could get into Panic of the Disco. I did like. Hey, we're talking about we're talking music now. We should know that we, anytime we get together, this is going to go I'm off the sorry. rails. <laughs> we're at two talking and a half hours now. Buffy. Too. <laughs> God, dang it! It's fine. Um, <laughs> the I I really got into like I really did like um, Fallout Boy. And, okay, uh, Fallout Boy for sure. Yeah. And uh, All American Rejects and love Jimmy Eat World. I Jimmy Eat World. Love that's Jimmy top. Eat World. That's top. And um, that's it, it's the uh, the more punkier kind of the, the, feel the kind to of it pop punk a little is bit is what I know? would. And say. again, because I grew up listening to pop. like old school mo- yeah. punk and metal. I mean, that was yeah. like yeah. you know, like I. I've seen the Ramones in concert, you know, that kind of stuff. You know what? You don't have to shove that in my face. I feel like every time I see you shove the fact that you've seen more concerts than me. I'm sorry. I'm just like, yeah. I'm sorry. They're not around anymore or I I would have seen them. Oh, I know. I know. And that's the whole thing. I saw the Ramones on their farewell tour. And the thing is, is that I saw them in 96 and within a decade, they were all dead. Dead. I mean, seriously, like they, they, because it's one of those things that, you know, Joey Ramone died in 2001 because he had cancer. And then the weird thing is that both uh, Johnny and Dee Dee died within a year of each other, like within two years of Joey dying. Really? Like they both died. One of them died of a massive heart attack and the other one died and Dee Dee died of, or Joey died of a heart attack, or Johnny died of a heart attack and Joey died of a drug overdose, or uh, Dee Dee died of a, a drug overdose. I know overdose. one of them died of, died of that a was, drug overdose. That was Dee Dee. And then Tommy was the last living original uh, you know, because there's still like Marky's still around. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Tommy died in I think about ten years ago, somewhere around in there, and it was just I think he was he had health problems or whatever. Yeah. Know? But you know that was kind of I didn't know like I I knew that it, I knew that it was a farewell tour, but I didn't but it realize was really it was going to be a fear, farewell, <laughs> farewell tour. You know, and so I was I, I count myself lucky to have seen them because they are one of my favorite bands of all time. You know. Um, I think that way towards like I really I have to finish my bucket list of people that Mm because they're getting up there and one of them I still haven't seen is Ozzy. Oh really? I haven't. My mom has so many times. I think. Well, isn't he like retiring from? Like he 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 announced. Supposed I I don't know. Well, see that's that's the whole hearsay, and I think he's supposed to be touring right now. Yeah, I think there's. I think he's going. He's out on tour right now, if I'm not mistaken. You know, pretty sure Elton John. Is wrapping yeah. up his, you know, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour, which is his, you know, his farewell. Right. And he was in town back in October, and I did not get to go see him. So I've never seen Elton John. And I, that's one of those, like, oh, you missed I, I'm never going to see Elton John now. No. Unless he does a comeback, which he very well could. because Or you at least, you travel somewhere. Yeah, far, and far, I, don't, far. I don't see that happening these and especially And part of it was the fact that the tickets were just so damn expensive. Yeah, I <laughs> freaking bet it's Elton John. Yeah, and I, and, and I was just like, oh, God. But, you know, like Bowie. 
I never got to see Bowie in concert. Yeah. And that was when he died. That was like, I'm You know, that was such an unexpected death for me. I know. I know. Like, I cried. I I cried. It it affected me so much. Like, more than I thought it would. Me too. I I just like, I mean, for like weeks afterwards, I was like, David Bowie's not here anymore. Like, this is... You know, and it's weird because, like, I would thought, like, so when Robin, didn't he die, I feel like two years prior or something, he around the sun, Robin Williams? Oh, yeah, it was, it was a couple years prior to it that. It was, like, yeah. it was like close enough to where, like, this person, like, I grew up watching Robin Williams. Right. But I wasn't, I was upset. I don't know why, but, like, I had this inkling mm-hmm. that, like, something was, because, like, there's funny men. Funny men are very they, dark. They, I yes, know this absolutely. from my dating. Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, comedians, I, I always have that like dark that, side, and yeah. that, so, to me, I mean, it wasn't, it was so sad, but I didn't, it didn't affect me. Like, it didn't have, like, as much significance as David Bowie. Like, I don't know. I grew up listening to his music. Right. I watched The Labyrinth. Like, there was so much oh, Bowie in my life. I know. That, like, and he was such a, a presence mm-hmm. that, like, I was, like, I was devastated. Oh, I know. I was devastated. That's exactly, you know, it's, again, if you didn't know him from his music, you probably knew him from his acting. Yeah, know, absolutely. Or, or something, you right. know, because he was in so many things, and, and he just... Oh, I yeah, forgot he was know. in. The, I just had like flashes of what other movies he was in. Oh, I was like, was Labyrinth in. was the you know when in, I grew Labyrinth, up watching. But, yeah. but like, but then I guess had a flash. He wasn't he in Zoolander? Yes, he was. <laughs> he was also in um, the Prestige. Yes, and he yes. played Nikola Tesla. Yes, and uh, he's he was in a ton. He was in the, of course he famously was in the man that man that fell to earth, and then he was in um, he was in the the Twin you know, Peaks I thought movie. That, that that I thought that movie was an album. It, well, I, it, there's I, a soundtrack I, 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 to it. I, yes, I, 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 thought, I didn't know. I thought I thought I didn't know that that was a movie. It was movie. a movie that soundtrack is the man if it didn't had yeah yeah. Um, and then you know he he was he was been in a ton of stuff. He was in yeah. Cat People and um uh, what was it what was that movie um the Hunger, this very famous like early '80s vampire movie. I that seen it. oh no I don't yeah, think I've seen it uh, but I'll go I'm go check. check it out I'm a check, check it. <laughs> it's uh yeah it's it, it's it, it's a very like it's very early eighties oh, yeah but it's very you, you like, really don't got to say much more about that <laughs> it, it, it's it's a it, it it's it's a, it's a sexual thriller is what it is oh, okay yeah okay. Susan Sarandon's in it and Ugh, like, okay yeah, I mean, you are just, telling me yeah. all the right things <laughs> Susan Sarandon yeah. low key like. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could see her topless. In she's too, so one of like, the yeah. best actresses. Like, I it sucks. Like, I don't know any new actors. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it's so weird being the age that I am and being so stuck from like what my parents and my grandmother watched. Yeah. So I'm like Susan Sarandon. Hey, if I say <laughs> Susan Sarandon to anybody else, they don't know who you're talking. They'll about, be like, yeah. who? Yeah, and I'd be like, what? You don't. <laughs> I know. And, and also the fact she hasn't done a whole lot. Goldie Hawn and Susan Sarandon together. Was that the, the Banger Sisters? Is that what it was? Yes. <laughs> yes. I love Goldie Hawn. I always Goldie Hawn. So. Like, uh, mm. Anyway, so now that we've like we're way straight, I've I mean, steered you we, way we, off. We've, we've track. talked about everything. <laughs> Buffy. Here. Buffy. Um, what is it? Is it? It's streaming somewhere. Is it like on Hulu? It's on or Hulu. Net? Is on Hulu. It's on Hulu. I know it was on Netflix at one point. I don't point. know if Angel is on Hulu. I don't know. I, I honestly, I have both of the box sets, the DVDs, and so if I ever decide, my I sister watch has it, the box set of Angel. I have the box set of the uh, Buffy, and I have the movie. Yeah, but I'm not going to show the I've, movie I, yet. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. If I, I kind of want to rewatch it, but like 
I tried. I know to, what I'm getting into. After after I watched the show the first time, I was like, I should really go back and rewatch that movie. And I got about half hour into it, and I was like, Yeah, I never need to go back and rewatch this movie. This is this bad. I mean, it's just. I might just rewatch it just so I can have my roommate understand. I mean, like I, you know, it's when we were talking about the beginning of this conversation. Uh, you were said that you'd watch the movie. And then yeah, the I saw the show. movie. Yeah, I saw the movie. First. It's so funny because I watched the TV show and then I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And to compare it, watching the TV show and then watching the movie, I have almost a respect for the movie, mm-hmm. just because like you can see how campy it was supposed to be. Well, but and see, the thing is, is, it wasn't supposed to be though. That you don't think he was intentionally being? There campy. was supposed to be. I mean, some like camps. watch the like the writing oh, I, of the TV know, series is super campy. There was supposed to be some. Very costumey. It it was that that very famously that was a studio override of really of that. Whole I like thing, how campy you know? it is. So it's like, that might be but, my biggest problem. Is I like how campy things are. That's why I like. Hey, the don't get me wrong. Nineties Batman. So when, yeah, I'm, that's a I, whole conversation. I too. have no problem with, with campy movies. I mean, right. I, I love that type of stuff. But this one just didn't. It did, I didn't like it. I I thought it was cute back in the day and then the longer as time went on and like I said I tried to rewatch it again I was like oh wow this is just a bad movie <laughs> it's just, just really <laughs> 80s it's just really 80s. not not a good movie you know so uh yeah so what do you got going these days that people need to go and check out social media anything no just doing my thing doing the regular I've actually uh went to the full moon did you go to full moon I did not so it's okay. It was a lot lower. Like I hadn't gone in a couple of years, but yeah. going this past year was a lot smaller. A lot of conventions, especially post COVID, have it sucks. done that. I went to um, Atlanta last year to um, Atlanta Gaming or what's it? Nice Southern Fried Gaming Expo, uh, which is uh, it started off as arcade, but then it moved into a whole bunch of other you know, like tabletop and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I hadn't been in several years, and of course they didn't have one in 2020 because of COVID. And then yeah. you know, last year, you know, they they moved it out of its normal time spot, and COVID and, be messing things right. Up and said, and I went down there, and it was so much smaller. I mean, just in not just in attendance, but just size and that kind of stuff. I've heard that about several other conventions. I was, you know, you uh, know, well, you know, they just canceled E3. You know, did they, they? Yeah, they they said they're not doing it. They're going to try to pick it up again. Next this is year. concerning to me. Yeah, and so, but it was one of those things where you know, of course, they haven't had they they've had a virtual E three the last two years. Yeah, but they they're not even doing that this year. They're they just decided they're going to punt twenty twenty two and then come back next year. And and I don't know, the gaming industry is, the video game industry especially is just really up in the air right now with a lot of stuff. I feel and like a lot of industry. I mean, like Netflix yeah. is up in the air too right now. Dude. They just streaming services in general should. Or was it? They said they lost two hundred thousand subscribers since the first of the year or something. I believe I don't that have because any I, I, mean, I haven't well, for a while. I so. get on it every once a blue moon to yeah. see if there's literally anything that I can't watch on Hulu or the other ones that I have. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I love watching my B horror movies, so oh, I'll get on there to see a, if there's anything different right. that's not on the others. So that's pretty much all Netflix has got going for it. Yeah, I I canceled. Mine it had a, while a couple back. original shows, but they pulled all the good ones, like the Santa Clarita Diet that right, had Drew Barrymore. Right. They pulled that, and I'm like, that was good. They've done that with a few things. Yeah, you know that just you're pulling all the good shows, and you're you're leaving all this crap. No wonder people are not going to watch your sh- freaking right streaming. No, I, I get that too because it's I don't know. you know again Netflix. 
when they first started doing a lot of their original shows, mm-hmm. you know, I remember watching House of Cards, and I right. liked the first couple seasons. I kind of fell off of it because it just kind of got a little overblown, and and then you know there were other shows that they and. And of course, now I'm completely blank. Of course, then they had the Marvel shows, which I thought were really good. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. as well as some other stuff. I'm like, all right, you know, Stranger Things, I'm waiting for Stranger Things to come back. I know the new season starts this coming month. And um, yeah, there's a few things here and there that, that every once in a while I'm like, all right, this is cool. But then there was these really long breaks of like, they're not putting out anything that I care about. <gasps> and that had that a lot weird? to do with, there was a lot, that had a lot to do with me canceling my subscription as yeah. well as a few other things where I was just like I just now I'm good you know and uh, Hulu they don't have any original stuff that I really cared much for no, I um, Hulu for the, just I, reruns, I love them for like their, stuff. yeah and also that there's a lot of times that we get documentaries that other oh, places yeah. don't Ooh, yeah and I'm Ooh, like yeah, okay this yeah, is all yeah. this is cool you know because I love documentaries and uh but I just I don't know I don't have any what, of the streaming. What, you stuff don't now. you don't you don't stream what you don't stream at all. You don't have any streaming service that you use particularly a lot. I mean I have like I, use I have HBO Sling TT. Max. I have HBO Max, Max because I get it free with my because I have AT and T. Oh yeah. So I get it free, you know. And so yeah, there are there are, there's stuff on there that I watch, you know. Um, That's where my euphoria is at. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> um, I started watching that new. Was it Tokyo Vice? Um, yeah, and What's I, that? it's, sounds what it, it is, in. It's, it's Tokyo and it's, Vice. it's, it's set in to- Tokyo, it's about this guy, this, um, American that goes to work for, it's, it's set in 1999, okay. and it's, and it's this American that goes to work for a Japanese, for a Tokyo newspaper, like their biggest newspaper, he's like the first foreigner that's ever worked for them, you know, okay. and it's one of those things with him, from what I got, I got from the first episode, it's him because he covers the poli- the beat like for the police, you know, mm-hmm. for the crime, you know, that kind of stuff. Of him kind of figuring out that like the Yakuza is like in everything, and in token, like the way that it happens is that like if somebody dies, like if, if they find somebody dead who's obviously been murdered, they never say that they were murdered; they were just found dead. You know, and so it's kind of one of those things where he's trying to adjust to a lot of this different, stuff. like, and there is, yeah, and there's this whole Yakuza thing that's going on where he's <laughs> fine, yeah, and it's it's kind of slow for me. That's why I haven't watched any more of it. Um, there's a few things, you know, just around that I'll I will pick up from time to time. Of, but no, I really don't. I mean, I have. I'll be honest. The most television that I watch these days is wrestling <laughs> and Riverdale, and that's about it. Good on you. I stopped wrestling. It's what I, I mean. Stopped watching wrestling. Yeah. Time ago. I only watch AEW. That's it. I will, I refuse to watch the WWF stuff or WWE because it's so bad. It's just so bad. I can't so. imagine. Oh. I remember growing up watching WWE and yeah. WWF, and it was very entertaining to watch back then. But then, yeah, realizing how overblown, I really thought that was. I thought it was real. Oh, we all did. <laughs> we all play. thought it was you real. Know, I really thought it was real. Then I learned up. it wasn't real, and then I watched how unreal it was. Yeah. And then I was like, I mean, again, it goes down to it's all again. It's all about storylines, and you got to give. It I mean, to they them had they had some pretty good storylines. Yeah. Well, growing up, I really you know right. there's some rumors out there about China. Oh, man. <laughs> there's real a, there's believable. There's a lot of stuff, especially uh, back from the Attitude Era, that's like, wow. Oh, my God. First off, they couldn't get away with any of that stuff oh, whatsoever. Oh, no, absolutely and then, not. and then you get into all the oh backstage intrigue, and it's just, oh, it's a whole thing. So, All right, well, we're going to wrap this up. Um, I will... 
I'll probably link to your Facebook or something in them. Awesome. <laughs> so people can I'm go just find doing you. my regular or, uh, You have Instagram, right? I have Instagram. It's Morgan Lafay 666. There you go. I will I will put a link into the, in the uh, show and notes I got for TikTok that. TikTok too. I will put a link for that. I don't. I don't. Look, I don't. Tic, I don't TikTok. It's a so. new generation. I know that. Hip, you that know is. What I mean? You know, it's it's funny. Like when Snapchat came around to begin with, I was like, I don't understand this at all. So I like, I never like, I had one for like maybe a week, and I'm like, I don't understand this at all. That's what I used to post. And, and then TikTok came along, and I'm like, because I remember originally it was called something else. It was um, Vine. Was it Vine? No, it wasn't Vine. It was because my that was a big thing. My stepdaughter was on it. Like that was like a, it was a big thing. Like she was in like fifth or sixth grade at the time or something like that. Right. And they were all like really, I was like, was it musically or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. They were all on that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it became TikTok. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay, it's the same thing. Got I don't, bought I, out I don't get I'm it. Sure. Yeah. And um, I, again, as I get older, matter of fact, I don't even have Facebook anymore. I know you know that now. And I'm, yes. I'll be honest, the last few months have been so calm. <laughs> it's nice to unplug. It's been so, like, I still have an, you know, I have the podcast Instagram. I still have my own Instagram, but I don't even really use it that much. But that's all the social media I'm doing these days. And it's all doing this. Where right. It's just like trying to promote Focus the show that. and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have to get on here 15 times a day. I don't have to do whatever. I'm so it's just bad <laughs> with it. Like, I really, I'm really trying to work on like being more, like posting more and stuff like that because it does marketing for like TikTok and stuff like that. It's It, it will help my career know, initially, but I'm like so not the tech person to oh, do that. There are plenty of people who have made huge careers out of TikTok <laughs> and Instagram and all that stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't have the energy. For I don't have I wish I did. I really wish I did. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> all right. Well, I will link all that stuff for uh, so you, you. Can get in. And we'll definitely want to have you back oh, sooner yeah. than the. We the still six have to have month. that Batman conversation. Oh, we'll have a Batman conversation. <laughs> Believe me, Batman that uh, is actually on our list of of topics coming got up. Got to now that that recent movie came out. We'll talk. <laughs> I really liked it, but we'll talk. So, so. All right, guys, thank you so much. Uh, also, don't forget that um, this episode is actually going to go up before. Uh, again, we have been talking for weeks now about this crossover episode with some other podcasts that we're working on, and life just keeps getting in the way of us being able to actually get together to, to finish it. Um, but it is coming, and um, uh, it will be out very, very soon. Um, and um, yeah that's pretty much all I got at this point so once again for Aria Morgana there you are. y'all thank you <laughs> thank you for coming back we are going to have you back again thank you and hey, maybe we can get that other project going one of these days <laughs> that we've been talking about so. so many projects that's just us and I am Alan Smith and once again thank you for tuning in to the Project Genetics podcast go watch some Buffy <laughs> yeah. and we'll see you next time These endless days are finally ending in a place And we are home